delaying tactics in terms of proceeding with the meeting. We know that we wanted this meeting to be physical, but it, it couldn't materialize for it. Then, of course, we will be doing what we were going to be doing when it was going to be physical. So let's proceed with the meeting. Everybody in the meeting is welcomed. Uh, can we get uh, the confirmation of the attendance, Lindy? Good morning, Chairperson um, um, and members and officials and stakeholders that are with us. Uh, Chair, I wish to confirm the following members that are with us. Uh, you, uh, Member Vana, as the chairperson of this committee. I have Member Pilangulu. I have Member Iris. I have Member Abrahams. I have Member Mare. I have Member Stock. I have Member Masango. Um, I don't see any other member that I might be omitted. Chair, uh, apologies. I have an apology from Member Sukars who is unable to attend today's meeting due to prior commitments. Another apology is from member Father Merve, who will join the meeting a bit late because she's traveling to her office. Another apology chair is from the minister. The minister is, um, uh, is in Pretoria, is, uh, she's attending the ECD launch. Uh, today is the 1st of April, so she won't be with us today. Thank you very much, Chair. Okay. I'm sure. Yeah, the launch is clutching with us, our meeting, so really we couldn't make it. Uh, thank you very much for those confirmation. Um, from the side of the officials, we usually not have time for it, but we know that when a person is going to make uh, input, uh, she's going to introduce herself by that time. And is the age Acting DG present with us, Lindy? No, Chair. I think he also attended the launch, but there is um, uh, Kai um, Stendaba. I think he's been deployed um, to, okay. to represent the department. All right. Thank you very much, Stendaba. You know that you are acting, so we are going to give him. Can you flight the agenda, Lindy? Okay, Chair. Do we have any stakeholders that have joined us? Yes, Chair, there are a number of stakeholders. Is it? Oh, I really yes, apologize, yeah. sincerely <laughs> apologize for not acknowledging them. Uh, they always attend our meeting. Okay, thank you very much, Lindy, for that. You are also welcome stakeholders that have joined us. There is our agenda. Um, confirmation of attendance, we are done with it. Then apologies, we are done. Only uh, we have to give the department to forward. Otherwise, the minister's apology has been uh, noted. Uh, 
and also the acting teaching. Mr. Ndaba, over to you if you've got any apologies. Sorry, Chair. Yes. Chair, um, this is Honorable um, Ray speaking, Committee uh, Ray. I just want to say to you that we, it is raining about us. I've been in, I've been kicked out again, I'm in again. Just be aware that me and um, Honorable Aris, we are locked in, but it seems like we're going to have some challenges. Just be aware of that. But we are in now. In case they kicked us out, then you know that we are in the meeting. Thank you, Chair. Yeah. Thank you very much for informing us about your reign in whatever area that you are. We wish you all the best. Those are the blessings. Reign is blessings. Thanks, uh, Honorable Polnit. Can we give over to acting, 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 Mr. Ndaba? to forward the apologies that we have. Thank you. I can't see because I'm, I'm slighting something. Hmm. Uh, honorable chairperson, I I'm not sure if I'm um can, yes. can you hear me, Chair? Yes, we hear you. Oh, thank you very much. I'm sorry uh, for that. Uh, I I am here with uh, the entire team, uh, save for Isabella, who's actually, who's attending the lodge. Otherwise, the rest of us are here. Uh, thank you very much, Chairperson. Mr. Mchochisa is, uh, is in, in, in the Eastern Cape, but he has connected from the Eastern Cape. Okay. Thank you very much, Mr. Ndaba. Let's note uh, all the apologies that have been put forward. Then let's go to the agenda, the adoption. Yes, we sure. are going to... Yes. I move for the adoption of the agenda. As it is. Honorable name. Bilangolo. Yes, thank you, Honorable Kate Bilangolo. Uh, she has uh, adopted the agenda as it is. Any second? Anastasia Anastasia Mitawung, Honorable Anastasia, is seconded. Second. Yes. Thank you very much, Honorable Members. Then, if uh, we are not wasting time, we can go straight to the legal advisor. You know, Honorable Members, today we haven't, in fact, we have not to waste time, but to focus on what is supposed to happen out of the court judgment, the Gauteng ones that were given, we have definitely uh, to be focused. The meeting must focus also as to finish what we have been given a, a, a process or a mandate to do. 
I would appeal to honorable members not to waste time. Much as we are going to deal with clause by clause, which is very necessary for us, but we have to be focused. We were given a, a court judgment and were given a specific uh, things to do, organ item to concentrate and consider it. We requested an extension. We couldn't make it. We also requested the other one. Now, for the third time, we can't request an extension because of our delaying uh, tactics or our delaying processes. We have to be focused today, looking at the court judgment that was given to us. But um, for us to be advised by the, our legal advisor, Mr. Mchangana is with us, honorable members. He must also remind us what was the court judgment was saying to do and look at the bill for us. Over to you, Mr. Mchangana. Good morning, Chairperson, to yourself and to honorable members uh, and my colleagues and guests of the committee. Um, uh, Chair, thank you very much for the opportunity uh, to talk to the committee today about this matter, which uh, is quite contentious, as you've already alluded to. Uh, Chair, uh, just by, by way of background, uh, the amendment process which the committee is engaged on, Chairperson, is slightly different from the ordinary course of events uh, that the committee would engage on amendment of legislation as a day-to-day -day function of the committee. The committee is essentially involved uh, in this amendment of the Children's Act, Chairperson, in this bill, or through this bill, in response to a court judgment, as you've already alluded to, Chair. So it is really not a matter of the committee engaging voluntarily on this amendment process uh, of its own volition, but it is influenced by a court judgment which directed Jefferson the committee to go into the legislation and specifically make amendments. Those amendments, Jefferson, were in the judgment, uh, directed that judgment in the Center for Child Law against the minister. In that decision, Chair, the essence of that judgment is that there must be extensive provision in the Children's Act for the regulation or management of foster care. So that generally was the, was, the, was, the, was the essence of the decision which directed uh, this process or culminated into this process of the amendment of the Children's Act. Uh, Chair, uh, ordinarily uh, in the amendment of legislation, there are other issues, contentious and of public interest, which arise during consultation, Chairperson, uh, which uh, of course also need amendment uh, in the ordinary course of events. However, Chairperson, as I mentioned, in this amendment process, the, the, the amendment, the committee is responding to a court judgment and therefore is working within a truncated time period. It's not, it's, it's not a matter where the committee will get to the end of the amendment as and when it does. As you've mentioned, Chairperson, there's already been two approaches to the courts to go and seek indulgence of the court because the committee could not uh, finalize the, 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 the amendment process within the time that the court had directed. As a result of that, as, as a result of which, Chairperson, in the second approach to the court for extension, the court appropriated itself uh, the right to oversee the work of the committee. 
such that the department must from time to time inform the court of the progress that is being made in the amendment of the Children's Act to provide specifically for the management or regulation of foster care specifically, Chair. So, Chair, Chair, that is essentially what the committee is engaged with. There are other issues, Chairs, I've mentioned, which have emanated, which have come, which have come from public uh, consultation, contentious matters and also matters of public interest, uh, Chairperson, which uh, uh, might need a lot more time than the committee has in order for it to comply with this judgment. Just to also remind members of the committee, Chairperson, that the committee has already taken a stance that it seeks to comply with the court judgment. This is was the stance the committee took as it related to those clauses in the bill as introduced, which dealt, which dealt with the, the matters of early childhood development. The attitude of the committee was as early on that we are not going to deal with matters which are contentious, measures which are not necessarily in line with what we are trying to achieve with the committee, which is complying with the court judgment, as I've mentioned. So, Chairperson, that is just uh, the opening remarks around the work that must be done or to that is to be done by the committee. Naturally, Chair, during the deliberative stage, which the committee is to go into now during the clause by clause, uh, there, 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 there is, uh, and particularly because of the extensive public consultation which the committee uh, embarked upon in line with the requirements of the constitutional court decision in the Doctors for Life judgment, there, there, there is going to be chair, a, a, a possibility of derailing into other aspects uh, uh, relating to uh, uh, child, ch children and the regulation of uh, um, affairs relating to children, Chair. But, uh, 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 Chair, members are just reminded, Chair, through you, that the focus really in this amendment process should be that of forced management and regulation of foster care uh, in order to comply with the, with the judgment. So that essentially chairs in the comments that uh, I thought I would make uh, to emphasize what we've already uh, spoken to Chairperson. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you very much, Mr. Jenna. I think I also appreciate uh, your reminder so as to be able to be focused, honorable members. It doesn't mean that, as Mr. Mchangana is saying, that we can't be looking at other contentious issues, but we can deal with them later on. There will be time for, for us to deal with other matters. Now, for the response of the court order, we have to be focused on the foster care, as the court has requested us to do. I wanted to emphasize that on today. That means we will be able to make the, the time frames of the due date or the due time that has been put by the court rather than to request uh, apologies and request extension after extension which sometimes take us back to court. It's waste of time, waste of everything and waste of energy. Let's try and frustrate this one. Only of the foster care. Okay. Who's going to present um, close by close, Mr. Mjengan? Is it you? Chairperson, uh, if it is your direction that I should uh, take the committee through the close by close chair, I am much obliged, Chair. Okay. Uh, yes, Chair. So, so allow you to do. Yes, Chair. Thank you very much. So, Chair, the, the process of uh, clause by clause, 
uh, just by way of reminder, is that uh, members will have before them the bill which is currently being considered by the committee. They will also have the matrix of responses from the Department uh, of Social Development, as well as the public participation report, which is the report of uh, the extensive public participation that the committee embarked upon uh, during consultation. So all those three documents, Chairperson, will serve as reference documents as we're going through clause by clause. Chair, the, 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 this stage, as I've mentioned, Chair, is a deliberative stage of the committee where I will read uh, uh, into the record of the committee the clause that is being considered. And then, Chairperson, through you, you allow the committee to deliberate on that clause. And uh, where the committee adopts the clause, then its clause will be adopted as is. But where the committee requires us to go and do an amendment to that clause, we will then note the committee amendments through the process called the A-list, which is essentially just a list of what the committee is proposing as amendments in the legislation. We will then go away, Chair, and go and craft that A-list and come back to present it to the committee so that the committee can consider to see if indeed it uh, it reflects what the committee had directed us to do as, 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 as legal advisors and, and drafters, Chair. It's just a sound chair. I don't know if you can still hear me clearly. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yes, thank you, Chair. So, so, so we will then, after Chair having gone back uh, with the with the adopted A list, go and do the B version of the bill, which is essentially the bill now incorporating all of those amendments that will have come from this deliberative stage, Chairperson. So that is just the process explained upfront, Chairperson, of what we are going to be engaged in now. So the last thing I want to mention, Chairperson, is that the long title, which is the bold words under in page two of the bill, the bold words under the, the bolded word bill will be read last, Chairperson, after we have read the clauses in the bill and after the committee has deliberated on those clauses and taken a position on them, we will then read finally the long title to see if it reflects everything else that the committee will, will have deliberated on uh, during the clause by clause. And therefore, Chairperson, I proceed to go and read the first uh, amendment clause in the, in the bill. It reads as follows, Chairperson. It's amendment of section one of Act 38 of 2005, as amended by section three of Act 41 of 2007, comma, section 48 of the Act of Act 7 of 2013, comma, section one of Act 17 of 2016, and section one of Act 18 of 2016. The clause chair reads as follows. Section 1 of the Children's Act 2005, here and after referred to as the Principal Act, is hereby amended. A. By the substitution for the definition of abandoned of the following definition. So, Chair, once again, which is a note that, to be, that, that, that a general explanatory note that I think I, I, I omitted to mention. Those words which are underlined, Chair, and in bold, well, with, a, with a solid line, indicating uh, the new insertions. And the words that are put in square brackets indicate the words that must be omitted uh, from the legislation. So I just thought I would quickly mention that, Chairperson, I, I forgot uh, my apologies. So I continue to, again to start to read uh, the clause one, which is. Uh, 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 Mr. Chen. Yes, Chair. Can't you flight what you are talking about? Yes, we most certainly can, Chair. I'm going to ask Please. my colleagues to put it on the screen. Please. 
That's thank it. you. Thanks, yeah. David. Thank you very much. Yeah, we were just finishing section one. The yes, one in section one. Children eight of two five years. Yes. And then the ones that have been pulled, abandoned child. Okay, continue. I'm able to yes, follow yes, you. Yes, yes. So just for the purposes of the record, we will refer to the sections in the bill as clauses. And then the sections will be sections in the principal act. So the clause one of the bill reads as follows. Section one of the Children's Act 2005, and after as referred to as the principal act, is hereby amended. A, by the substitution for the definition, for the definition of abandoned of the following definition. Abandoned child means a child, so in those square brackets we omit, as I've mentioned here, means a child who, A, has been deserted by a parent, comma, guardian, or caregiver, semicolon B, for no apparent reason, comma, had no contact with the parent, comma, guardian or caregiver for a period of at least three months, semicolon, or C, has no knowledge as to the whereabouts of the parent, comma, guardian or caregiver, and such information cannot be ascertained by the relevant authorities. B, by the substitution for the definition of adoption service of the following definition. Adoption service includes A, counseling of a parent or guardian of the child and, comma, where applicable, comma, the child. B, the assessment of a child by an adoption social worker in terms of section 230, subsection 2. C, an assessment of a prospective adoptive parent by an adoption social worker in terms of section 231, subsection 2. D, the gathering of information for proposed adoptions and contempt as contemplated in section 237. E, a report contemplated in section 239, 1B, and F, after care provided to the adoptive family. C, by the substitution for the definition of after care of the following definition. Aftercare means the supportive service provided by social worker or social auxiliary worker or social service practitioner responsible for adoption services, comma, to monitor progress with regard to the child's development adjustment as part of A, family preservation or reunification services, B, adoption or placement in alternative mm -hmm. care, or C, discharge from alternative care. D, by the substitution for paragraph A in definition of care of the following paragraph, A, Within available means, comma, provided the child with a place to live, to living conditions that are conduct conducive to the child's health, well and comma, well-being and development, and three, the necessary financial support. E, by the deletion of paragraph E of the deletion definition of, of caregiver. F, by the deletion of definition of circum circumcision. G, by the substitution for the definition of clerk of the court of the following definition. Clerk of the court means clerk of the children's court appointed or designated as such, either in terms of section 67 of the act or in section 13 of the Magistrates Court Act of 1944. H, by the substitution for the definition of cluster foster care scheme of the following definition. Cluster foster care scheme means a scheme provided for the reception of children in foster care 
managed and operated by a designated child protection organization or the provincial development of the department of social development and registered by the provincial head of social development for this purpose i by the deletion of the definition of divorce court j by the insertion after the definition of drop-in center for the following of the following definition Early Childhood Development Center means a, a center that provides an early childhood development program as contemplated in Section 91, Subsection 3, for more than six children from birth to school going age. Okay? By the substitution for the definition of early childhood development services of the following definition. Early childhood development service means a service or support provided to children from birth to school going age or a service or support provided to a child's parent guardian or caregiver with the intention to promote the child's emotional, comma, cognitive, comma, sensory, comma, spiritual, comma, moral, comma, physical, comma, social and communication development. Uh, KL, L, by the insertion after the definition of, of family advocate of the following definition, family counselor means a family counselor appointed in terms of the mediation in certain divorce matters act of 1987. M by the substitution of the following by the substitution for the definition of genital mutilation of the following definition. Genital mutilation means a procedure performed by a non-medical for, for non-medical reasons that has no health benefit and intentionally a causes injury to genitals, b removes any part of the genitals, semicolon, or c alters genital organs. N by the insertion of the definition of higher education of the following definition, inter-country adoption. Inter-country adoption means the placement, comma, for the purpose of adoption, comma, of a child habitually resident in one country in the permanent care of a person habitually resident in another country in accordance with the Hague Convention on Protection of Children and cooperation in respect of inter-country adoption and the provisions of this act. O, by the substitution for definition of midwife of the following definition. Midwife means a person registered as a midwife under the Nursing Act of 2005. P, by the substitution for the definition of nurse of the following definition. Nurse means a, register, a person registered as a nurse under the Nursing Act of 2005. Q, by the substitution for the definition of orphan of the following definition. Orphan means a child whose parent or both parents are deceased. R, by the substitution for paragraph E of the, of the definition of party of the following paragraph. E, the department, comma, provincial department of social development or the designated child protection organization managing the case of the child, semicolon, or S, by the insertion after the definition of RACAP, the, the, the acronym RACAP, of the following definition. Regional courts means a court for any regional division as contemplated in the Majesty's Court Act of 1944. T, by the insertion after the definition of secure care of the following definition. Separated migrant child means a child who is not a citizen of the Republic and who has been separated from both parents of, or, previ or from previous legal or customary caregivers, comma, but not necessarily from other adult family members, comma, Include a child accompanied by an adult family member. You, by the substitution for the definition of sexual abuse of the following definition. 
sexual abuse in relation to a child means any sexual offense against a child. V, by the definition of sexual offense of the following definition. So, social service practitioner means any person registered in a social service profession or occupation with the South African Council of Social Service Professions as contemplated in the Social Services Provision Act of 1978 to practice and render a service within the social service sector. W, by the deletion of the definition of social service professional, X, by the substitution of the definition of temporary safe care of the following definition. Temporary safe care means, a means care of a child in an approved and registered child in an approved and registered child in your care center or in the care of approved persons, including the cases contemplated in section 167, subsection 3, where the child can safely be accommodated pending a decision on court order concerning the placement, the placement of the child, but excludes care of a child in a prison or police cell. Why? By the insertion under the definition of traditional authority of the following definition, unaccompanied migrant child. Unaccompanied migrant child means a child who is not a citizen of the Republic of South Africa and who has been separated from both parents or other adult family members and is not being cared for by any adult who, by law or custom, is responsible for doing so. And that by the substitution for subsection four of the following subsection four. Any proceedings arising out of this of the of the application of the divorce act, comma, the maintenance act, comma, the domestic violence act, comma, of 1998, the civil union act of 2006, and the recognition of customary marriages act of 1998, is in so far in so far as these acts relate to children, may not be dealt with in the in a children's court. Chairperson, that is uh, what uh, clause one of the bill provides for Chairperson. It's those definitions and the insertions as I've read them, Chairperson. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Chairman. Uh, let's look at the honorable members what I will say on this clause. Honorable Bridget Masango. Thank you, Chair, and, and thank you uh, to Mr. Mdenani uh, for, for the presentation of the clause. I just have a question of clarity as to the, because he, Mr. Mdenani did refer to the, uh, the matrix that was a response from the department to the uh, national and provincial um, hearings. Now, those, those um, clauses that have been amended and the department supported the amendments by the organizations and the individuals that submitted their, their um, proposed amendments, are they now going to be uh, incorporated into this, into these, um, into the, into the bill? 
uh, when is that going to happen? Do we have to go one by one and say that, for example, the South African Council for Social Service Professionals said, let's 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 um, in section one BV uh, must be reviewed to include valid registration certificate to read social service practitioner uh, or, or, or something like that. I just would like a, a, a process wise, how is this going to happen that at least the, 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 the amendments that were proposed and supported by the department are going to reflect on the bill hereafter. That, that is the, um, that is the uh, clarity I would like to, to seek, please. Thanks, Chair. Thank you. I see Honorable Stocksend is up. Over to you, Seth. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. Let me also appreciate the presentation which was just presented to us by Advocate Mjengana in terms of the legal perspective regarding the clause by clause. Uh, Chairperson, uh, I would like to formally move a proposal in line with what you actually indicated in your opening remarks, uh, that based on the Gauteng High Court decision, we must be able to pay specific attention and our focus must be um, uh, on certain issues regarding to the bill. And then also, as highlighted also in the legal advice by uh, Mr. Mjenan, I would like to formally move that we actually as a portfolio committee we deal and concentrate on those issues and then the contentious issues which were actually highlighted in the presentation of the department which was made by us which were which was actually uh, actually needing more time for us as the portfolio committee to go through which are actually going to delay us to take forward the bill which are also not going to make sure uh, because if we have to focus on those issues uh, it means we will not be able to meet the deadline so I would like to formally move that we uh, go in line with the, uh, I mean, the legal advice given to us by Advocate Jengman that we need to focus and concentrate on the issues highlighted by the court. Uh, that's a proposal that I want to make. But also, I would like to support all the issues that were raised by the department in terms of additions, in terms of the clause by clause. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. Thanks. Thank you very much, Honorable Stock. I think uh, Honorable Masango is a little bit clearer now on how we are going to proceed with this uh, close by close and, and also submissions by, by the, the stakeholders and NGOs. Um, okay, I'm not. You are not. Okay, over to you uh, on. Advocating general. Chair, uh, there's member Mutaung. Hands is up. Okay. Anastasia? Chair, I was supporting who whipped the hang about the issues that raised by the court. So if we can go with that line of the court. Thank you, Chair. I was supporting what Comrade Han was saying. Okay. Okay, thank you very much for that. We have taken note of it. 
but uh, must let's allow uh, advocate to manage to respond on what but the procedure and the process has been outlined by these two honorable members over to you no thank, thank you very much uh, we go straight to the ones that the court judgment has given us to do, and then we go by line by line or close by close or section by section, whatever. Then we come later on with other ones. But let's let's answer uh, Honorable uh, Masab. Thanks. Over to you. No, thank you, Chairperson. Chair, uh, I just want to say that as you mentioned, this stage that we are engaging now is a, deliber is a deliberative stage where the committee must consider uh, the bill as introduced, which is the, the proposals from the department. It must also consider the public participation report, which is the public's attitude towards the bill as introduced, what the public is saying. And the committee also considers the responses from the department from what the input of the public is. So, Chairperson, all of these things are informative to the work of the committee. They are not binding on the committee. The committee now is at a stage where it owns the bill. And therefore, the committee, whatever decision that it makes with respect to each of those sections that are being considered, or sorry, clauses that have been considered, the committee's decision then becomes final. So that's, that's essentially the first explanation, Chair that the committee can make whatever decision it seeks to make now in terms of the rules or how it seeks to it wants to proceed with the legislation. So if it is in the committee's view that it wants to take all of those other issues which are not, which are ancillary to uh, the issue of foster care in the bill and give them an right to build them separately from this process, that would be the committee's decision. Chair, the committee would have to deliberate on that and decide on it. However, if it is also the committee's view that those issues which are already admitted and agreed to between the public and the department and that the committee also supports, the committee will have to deliberate on that and adopt that as the position of the committee. And then us as legal advisors would advise on the, from the drafting perspective. For instance, the issue of a valid certificate, Chair, uh, from a drafting perspective, a certificate is a certificate and in law, a certificate for it to be binding in law, it must be a valid certificate. So for drafting purposes, saying that the certificate must be a valid certificate to describe it, Chairperson, as a descriptor, doesn't essentially add any value because consequence of the law that a certificate in law must be a valid certificate if it's, if it's provided for in law. So in those aspects, Chair, we can advise from a drafting perspective. But from a decision-making perspective, the committee would have to apply itself to this information as before it now and make a decision about how it wants to proceed. So for instance, if in clauses that I've read in Section 1, which are being amended as definitions, the committee is of the view that there is a definition there that it seeks advice on. We would advise from a different perspective. But the committee would have to decide on itself on whether it thinks that it wants to adopt the whole, in its wisdom, it wants to adopt the whole section one as is, or there are aspects of the section one as I've read it that it seeks us to amend. In which case, then we will start developing the list of amendments. Thank you, Chair. I hope that explanation was clear. Okay, okay, advocate. I think it's more clearer as it is being explained. Can we then um, 
we are on close one here. Eh? We are dealing with close one. Advocate Germany has explained it. What are the committee members saying about that one? Because he has finished explaining it. What is abandoned child means? What is the abandoned child means? What are we supposed to do with an abandoned child? Yes, thank you. Morning, Chair. Thank you very much, Chair. Chair, you know what? I was just saying to myself, to do this close by close virtually, it is an extremely difficult. This close by close, even though we have agreed that we will focus on the foster care, um, you know, issue now, it is not. It is not as easy to do it on the virtual thing, to do it, you know, uh, um, or the physical sitting. I'm, I'm just raising my concern and I'm not sure if we will give justice to this um, bowl that we are busy with. Okay, Aris, which we dealt about that because there was nothing that we could do. All of us wished to have a a, a, a physical meeting on this thing, but circumstances that we know that we don't have venues, and we were told that hybrid um, is not in the offices, the one that is good hope, and we only using the chair, the, the committee homes. It was explained by Lindy. Uh, for now, we can't be able to use the physical, I don't know, I, because I've requested us not to request extensions by extension. For this one that has been given by the court order, we must be finished with it. Even if we are saying, okay, we'll come later with a particular one. We'll come later with another one because there won't be a justice as you are saying. And there's lots and lots of process that we have to dealt them one by one, but we cannot say today we are not going to use Friday today as a virtual. So I appeal to you, honorable members, to be very patient on this because it's circumstances that are beyond us that causes us not to be able to be physical. Hello, Che. Hello, Che. Yeah, I'm supporting. Yes, I'm saying we must not gallop the way we are galloping because we are on virtual and then we are watching the screen. We don't have it in the, the issue that he, uh, uh, Advocate Kanyani is saying. We mustn't be in a hurry like that because we are reading uh, words by words through the the, the 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 screen. Thank you. Yes, yes, Honorable Jane. That is exactly why I requested Advocate Mchenani to flight whatever that he's talking about through the screen. The screen is is able to 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 tell us what is it that he is presenting. 
And if we want her to go back to a section or to a, a, a line, a particular line, we can say so. Chair, my hands up. Over to you. So, so, Chairperson, I also would just like to get clarity on, on um, what Honorable Masango said, because I don't think um, the reply was clear enough for me as well. So I would like to use an, another example, Chairperson. I'm sitting with my bill on my one side, and I'm sitting with the matrix document on the other side. And now if I've turned to page two of the matrix chairperson, um, one of the definitions and um, in the last column goes new definition of informal caregiver, a person who provides care to a child informally. If parliamentary committee is in agreement, um, some may, may be added. So again, chairperson, I'm still unclear if, if we are just going to be looking at the bill as is, or when do we start incorporating the matrix? And do we have to do that part simultaneously? Do we incorporate the matrix while we're busy with the clause by clause? Or will everything in the matrix then be looked at afterwards? Because right now I'm sitting with two documents and I'm still unclear as to, you know, when are we moving to the matrix and, and when we move to the bill? So I also support Honorable Ari that this is very, very challenging um, on, on virtual. Thank you, Chairperson. Chair, may okay. I just explain again, it's Nati. It's a legal advisor. Hmm? May I just explain? It's Chair, it's, it's, the legal advisor, Chair. Oh, the other name is not. My first name, Jay, is Nati. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Over to you. Explain. Thank you, Chair. Chair, the, the matrix, as I was saying, the matrix is, is informative. So the matrix, as you look at it, you'll see that it provides for the original clause. It provides what the public has recommended. And then it provides for DSD's response to it. So, so the matrix must be considered as we consider the bill chair. So that the committee decides what, whether it takes the clause or it doesn't take the clause. The warning we were giving about uh, the committee being derailed is in respect of those contentious issues which will serve to delay the committee if considered during this process. So chair, for instance, if it is just an ordinary matter of amending a bill and it, all parties were agreeable and the committee also in its system was agreeable, that then becomes a recommendation to us to go and do an A-list, which would include such an amendment. But the committee must consider the clause as we, have we are reading it from the bill as introduced, consider what the matrix says, which is the public input and the response by the department, and deliberate on it to make a decision whether it wants us in its wisdom, the committee is directing us to go and do the drafting of what is proposed in the, in the matrix. Where, but at the, by this very same token, the, the committee is still empowered by the rules to disregard the matrix in respect of some of the clauses where the committee in its wisdom is of the view that that matter is too contentious and will serve to delay the committee. And the committee can keep it in abeyance to deal with it at a later stage. So these are the options that the committee has, Chairperson. I, I hope it's much clearer now. 
Okay, thank you for that explanation, Mr. Nkonechenan. Let's give over to Bridget once more. Thank you, Chair. For example, I would like then, um, as, as we take the process forward, not example in real life, uh, I would like uh, to agree with what has been uh, presented, taking into consideration the recommendations that were put forward to us, uh, where the, 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 the department agreed with this proposal uh, because some children are cared for by a caregiver who might want to adopt a child. And the amendment that is proposed in that regard is that in, in clause one, um, uh, I don't know if it says section A, uh, counseling of the parent, caregiver or guardian of the child and where applicable the child. So is this the right way of, of putting forward that, that, that um, uh, proposal or a recommendation to say, I agree with that part of the clause with of obviously the condition that this uh, recommendation must be incorporated in that part of the clause. Because even the department uh, agreed with this. So that is that is that would be my proposal, Chair. Um, uh, my, my that would be my response, Chair. And uh, I'm, I'm I'm just nervous to say wholesale, whole clause one accepted. Let's go ahead. That is what I would like to be able to do, uh, even as we very mindful of the timelines that we have for the North Houghton High Court uh, judgment. Thank you, Chair. Okay, thank you, Honorable Masano. Um, at least you have understood the approach and the process that we have to follow mm. uh, after several explanations that were given. <laughs> now you are on close one. But um, Honorable um, Advocate General, it will be better for when we are speaking with a close, you flight it again those that are unable to have their books with them, they are able to follow it, what people are saying, please. But you have managed to capture our Honorable Masango's input, eh? Yes, no, I have, I, have, I have captured Honorable Masango's input, Chairperson, thank you. Um, yeah. And and chairperson. Let me this. check other hands. Seemingly there are none for now. Carry on, advocate. So so chair, in line with uh, honourable Masamu's input, the ne the next step now after we have read the uh, the clause one into the record for the committee would be the, for the committee now to make a decision as to whether it wants us to proceed and make the, the, the amendments as per the recommendation in the matrix. So the recommendation in the matrix is how uh, that legislation may be crafted. 
But in the A list, we can uh, you, you, we will still consider Jefferson whether that's the best crafting of of the of the of the uh, clause, and then bring it back to the committee for the committee to to consider. So the guidance we would need now is whether the committee uh, wants to proceed with the amendments uh, proposed in section one, as per uh, the uh, uh, recommendations of the department chair. Or responses of the department, I mean. Yeah, I think uh, Honorable Masango has touched that. Where, in fact, she even said that uh, the department has uh, responded by saying that it means that we we are also allowing it to happen. Can I see hands on that thing? But it is clear that she touched that we agree because the department also have agreed in terms of uh, telling us what is it that is happening. If the honorable members are not agreeing with this, I will say by the show of hand. Bridget Masango, honorable. Thank you, Chair. I just um, I thank you so much for 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 the response of the of of the advocate. So I just want to know for the purpose of this meeting and recording it, do we have to read in to the record each of those recommendations that were brought forward by the organizations and deliberated upon by the department and agreed? and read into record even those that were not agreed to or, or what do we do then going forward? I just want, I, I, I'm just nervous that we might read the whole thing as uh, what, what uh, Honorable Mangani called it galloping and then be confused as to where now we go back to say, uh, I would like us to go back to to a, a, a subsection A, where a grandparent or an adult sibling or half sibling, and then read the entire recommendation and then say, I, 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 um, I support or I agree with this, with that recommendation. Do these things have to be read into the record or will they be taken from directly from the matrix or what do we need to say for for it to 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 empower the 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 legal uh, support to actually in the A list have those things that we would like changed or recommend to be changed because I only okay. mentioned one but there is quite a number that that is what I'm trying to say. Hey, advocate, can you? Again, explain this because I heard you talking also about the B, B version, which is going to also give us an opportunity for this. But uh, maybe we can give over to you to respond to Honorable Masang about that. Yes, Chair. No, Chairperson, this, this, the, the question by Honorable Masang really assist us uh, to clarify the process, Chair, going forward. So, so Chair, as I've mentioned, I just want to reiterate the importance of this. So, so the, the, the matrix, the legal status of the matrix is such that it is not binding. So the responses by the department where the department agrees are not binding on the committee. Therefore, they inform the committee's work. So 
where the committee sees that what the department has agreed to is what the committee would also like to see happen in the amendment. Then we are given an instruction without necessarily reading what's in the matrix because we also have a copy of the matrix. So it would be simply to say, in clause one, where the department agrees that this must be amended in this manner, we also as a committee agree and therefore instruct you as legal advisors to go and give effect to it in the A-list. So then that becomes a clear instruction for us to just go and consider the, the matrix and then go and craft. When we craft, we will also see whether we use what is in the matrix as the best way of crafting that clause, or we come up with our own crafting of that clause. And then when we present to the committee, we'll say, in this clause, we went by what was proposed by the department and agreed to by the committee, uh, or in a different clause, we then applied ourselves and saw that there are certain practicalities or legal implications, and this is how we've mitigated them in our own crafting. So that's, that's how the process would work from a drafting perspective. But from a decision-making aspect of the committee, the committee, I will read, as I've been doing now, the clause into the record. I do not have to read the rest of what is in the matrix as members have it in front of them. However, if the members require for me to read also the matrix, I can because I have a copy in front of me. And then the next stage, after reading both the matrix and the, considering both the matrix and what I've read in the, in the, in the bill, then the committee gets to that stage where it deliberates to decide whether it wants to go with it as per the, the matrix or whether the committee would like to ignore the matrix in respect to the, of that amendment that I would have read and just go with what is in the bill. Then that's the decision of the committee, and we proceed as such, Chairperson. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Mchenwani. I think it is getting more clearer to everyone because it is said that we are not bound to say we agree on a particular clause because the department has said so. We have to come back again because all what is going to be drafted right now, it's going to come back again to us and we can relocate it and correct it before we do anything saying that we approve. This will be a draft of draft. I will just put it like that. Uh, what are we saying on this clause? Because we can't be going away to other clauses without uh, dealing with it. Because are we saying let's allow them to go and craft it or let, let, they can hang on? And our input on this clause is saying this and that. Can we go to that particular way of doing this? Honorable members, I don't see any hand. And I know for a fact that uh, silent means uh, concern. It's not concerned. We are still uh, juggling around, Chair. With what? We, we are comparing. Okay. We have to check what do we... Uh, honorable. Okay, Mr. Honorable. Can we request Advocate to flight that clause again on the screen? I know for a fact that we are disadvantaged because the documents are too heavy. We can't be moving up and down with those documents. And people are on their way coming from Cape Town right now. The documents are at home. Honorable 
Honorable Prisat. may I request, and I know it's going to be an issue of time, but how is it, pos is it possible at all to go definition by definition? Is it not going to be easier for us and more quicker to handle than to go back to the whole uh, clauses worth of, of definitions, please? I'm just seeking. I'm just seeking wisdom on that. Another Brunzana. Which one is? Um, I mean, advocating generally, which one is the best to go about? Chair, the committee can decide whichever way that it wants to. If it's easier for members, I can go back and read from the first clause and the few clause by clause. Uh, sorry, first uh, first definition in that clause one, and just read okay. that, and then and then let the committee decide, and then move to the next one, and let the committee decide. If the committee wants us to do it that way, chair, it's still it's still agreeable and accepted in terms of the rules. Okay. Why is it difficult for you, advocate, to fly to what you are talking about right now? Chair, I've been assisted by Lindy where to fly, so I'll ask her to fly the bill again. Lindy, can you please assist members to just put it on the screen for us again? Uh, so, Babylonia, I'm telling you. I'm not going to talk because sometimes I'm struggling and um, I gave you the, the rights to share, or is it going to be a problem from your side? Yeah, you remember I was mentioning the technical, technical problems I have with the email. Then. So um, I might have a difficulty doing so on my side. Okay. And what okay. about, Yoli, can you help us with that on your on your side, the, the, the flight team? Yeah, I was just going to say that. It's fine. Just you can make me a call. Okay. Do you have the bill in front of you? I know you have yeah, the I bill. I other queries during the meeting, so yeah, that's why. Yes, I do have it in front of me. Ooh, but I'll, now, I'll give my vision okay, sorry, sorry. My thing is there's all the highlights that I had made for myself when I was preparing. Let me let me give you the new one. Yeah, just give me new the one, one that does yes, because this one has got my on my highlighted areas, the one okay. I have. Yes. Sure. Thanks. Hello. What is it that is taking place now? Sorry, Chair. I was just waiting for Sister to send me the, a, I would say, a clean copy of the bill because the one that I had opened, which is my copy, I had all the highlighted areas. So she just oh. sent me the email. So I'm gonna open it now. A clean one. Okay. Yes.
My apologies for the delay, Chair. There was a notification from the email that it has come through, but it's not yet showing. Oh, here it is. Okay. Let me just save it, members. Just, just bear with me. <clears throat> Just saving it from so that I can open it, Chair. Okay. 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 Now I'll be able to open it, Chair. Let me just go. Can you see it, Chair? Yes, you can. Okay, let me just scroll there. Okay, so this is the clause one that the committee was is dealing with, Chair. Okay. Advocate. The definition, advocate. Yes, Chair. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Chair. Uh, so, as per uh, Honorable Masango's suggestion, so I will go back now to read the definition of abandoned child and then allow for the committee to consider and then we move on to the one of adoption service and so on and so on. So we're still in clause one, Chair. I will read it for the record. So in clause one, section one of the Children's Act 2005. Excuse me, excuse me, I repeat. Can we request yes, you to enlarge the font? We can't. Mm -hmm. So small. Yeah. Um. Cause. Because uh, it's a PDF file. Mm -hmm. Okay. How is it now? Better. Is it better? Can you again? Yeah. That's much better. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's good. Thanks. All right. You can continue, Advocate. Thank you, Chairperson. So we are in uh, Clause 1, Chair. We're starting with the abandoned child definition. So Clause 1 reads as follows. Section 1 of the Children's Act of 2005 is hereby amended. A. By the substitution for the definition of abandoned of the following definition. Abandoned child means a child who, A, has been deserted by a parent, comma, guardian or caregiver, semicolon. B, for no apparent reason, comma, had no contact with the parent, comma, guardian or caregiver for a period of at least three months, semicolon. Or C, has no knowledge as to the whereabouts of the parent, comma, guardian or caregiver, and such information cannot be ascertained from the relevant authorities. So that's the first uh, uh, definition chair being amended. Members are reminded again that that which is underlined is an insertion and that that is in square bracket is an omission. Thank you, chair. There we are. What are the members saying?
uh, other members present in this meeting. I only see Honorable Masango's hand. Honorable Alex, followed by Honorable Alex. Over to you, Honorable Masango. Thank you, Chair. Um, so I, I, I agree with the um, amendment with the, the following um, with the following recommendation. With the following um, Oh, I've already given my recommendation, Chair, of of uh, of the the A, where it said where I I would like to propose that we or recommend that we put in the we amend the definition of adoption service to include counselling of the parent, caregiver, or guardian of the child and where applicable the child. Thank you, Chair. Okay. Honorable uh, Alex. Um, no, Chair, I was just going to say that I support the first definition A, and I, I think maybe Member Masango is now jumping to B, but I support the definition of A. Um, thank you. Okay. Definition of A is supported and now we are on B. What are we saying about B? Supported with 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 my sorry it, it reads A on the on the matrix. So B supported with with the with the what I have just read through chair. Sorry about that. Okay. Advocate, legal advisor. Yes, chair. Mm. A so, supported. Yes, chair. We so, agree. B. Yeah, yes, chair. We are on, we are on B now, uh, and therefore there is no amendment in that one. In B, chair, it reads as follows. Uh, that section one of the act is amended by the substitution for the definition of adopt adoption service of the following definition. So this is the new definition. Adoption service includes a counseling of a parent or guardian of the child and where applicable the child. B, an assessment of a child by an adoption social worker in terms of section 230, subsection two of the act. C, Enhancement assessment of a prospective adoptive parent by an adoption social worker in terms of section 231, subsection 2. D, the gathering of information for proposed adoptions as contemplated in section 237. E, a report contemplated in section 239, 1B. And F, aftercare provided to the adoptive family. Thank you, Chair. That's uh, B. That's B. Clause one. Okay. Uh, yes, that's it. Okay. Honorable members, from my side, if I have to do the, also the input on this. 
what makes me to to agree on this one would be is this one of the council of the guardian, the parent. That is very critical, and I wish to concur with it because it is very relevant and very critical when this happens. So now, from my side as the chairperson, I agree fully with me. Can I get other members what are they saying? Agree, chair. Okay. Seconded by Honorable uh, Motawo. Then the next one, Advocate. Thank you, Chair. The next one is uh, section one, uh, clause 1C, Chair. It reads for Yes, the act is amended by the substitution for definition of aftercare of the following definition. So the new definition proposed of aftercare. Aftercare means the supportive service provided by a social worker, comma, a social auxiliary worker or a social service practitioner responsible for adoption services, comma, to monitor progress with regard to the child's developmental adjustments as part of a, a family preservation or reunification services, B, adoption or placement in alternative care, or C, discharge from alternative care. Thank you, Chair. That is a clause uh, 1C, Chair. Mm. One C. After care means social worker or auxiliary worker, auxiliary worker, and family preservation or reunification services. Adoption or placement in alternative care, discharge from alternative care. What are members saying on this one? I don't want to gallop uh, because I have yeah. a knowledge of some of other things. Like uh, I was one of the foster care mothers from oh. the center. So you, I don't want really to gallop in front of the Linduka because I experienced some of other things that are written here. So I've got a little bit of clue. Bridget? Thank you, Chair. Wow, right. yeah. Yes, we are. But on C, 1, this is 1C, right? Yes, one. Okay. Yes. Yes, we yes. are on C, uh, honorable, aftercare. One okay. C. Yes, you are right. Okay. Um, I don't know why I'm not, I'm not reading what you are reading uh, on on this on this uh, recommendation because it, it says one C should be worded as follows, has parents or guardians who cannot be traced by relevant authorities. 
But this one C that we are talking about here is talking about, uh, about the definition of aftercare, right? Yes. Okay. I think I'll, I'll it's wait. It's saying aftercare means the supportive service provided by. Can, can you also enlarge it, Yuli? Uh, if possible, it's there, yeah. Thank you very much. It's enough. There, we, by any chance, it's honorable. Yes. Do we, by any chance, have do we, by any chance, have two one C's advocate, please? Because there is one C oh. that was talking about abandoned child, and then there is this one C that's talking about the definition of aftercare. I don't want us to go past. And I have missed an opportunity to propose the recommend, to recommend a, an amendment, please. Kaloku Honorable Mastango, 1A and 1B, we have agreed upon. Yes, we have. Yes, that's section 1A and 1B, we have agreed right. upon. Then yes. we are on 1C right now, the right. one that is starting with Abdake. Okay, so I was talking about one A, one A, C. That one, that one, uh, uh, advocate. The one that where the cursor is at the moment. What is that? Uh, that that so, one so, A. So we have, we have uh, we have proceed, proceeded from that one. That one was adopted because that was the definition of abandoned child. Okay. So where, where you are highlighting now, that would be a new insertion in that definition of adopted child. Oh, so okay. The okay. committee has already moved on on that one. It is adopted okay. that one Let's as go. well as the yeah. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That C that is on the screen right now. One close one. Uh, C. Okay. Yes, no. By the substitution <laughs> for the definition of it. Jefferson, please bear with us. We're trying to match the, the, yes. the no, matrix. I'm not going to call up. I told you. <laughs> Others, it's their first time really to deal with the amendment being. Mm -hmm. So we have to be patient and take one another through. Yeah, no, okay. 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 I, I, what are social workers and auxiliary workers Nazo, that are also practitioners is responsible for the adoption services? Right. They are also supposed to monitor the progress. Sure. Yes. With the regard, <laughs> with regard development adjustment, each of them have see a coming. Sure. All right. Over. Yes. Ah, uh, it's me. Um, as part oh, of <laughs> there are hands here. There are hands here. Um, there's hand of uh, honourable uh, stock. Thank you very much, uh, Chairperson. Yeah, in terms of uh, clause 1C, uh, I would like to support uh, uh, the recommendation there, but I also want to 
amended clause as follows that uh, uh, in terms of this particular clause, it has no knowledge as to the whereabouts of the parent, uh, guardian, or caregiver, and such information cannot be ascertained by the relevant uh, authorities. And also, 2A, a child found in the following circumstances may be a child in the need of care and protection at risk and must or may be referred for investigation in the initial screening by a social service practitioner in the prescribed manner. So that's my submission in terms of 1C, and I support the recommendation of those amendments. Thank you, Slano. Okay, Honorable Stock. Remember, there was that debate in terms of must and may. And uh, Advocate Mchuchisa explained why they are saying may is, is regarded as, as, as the one, Okanye, as the proper language to use for trying to accommodate the, the, the areas if the, that sender doesn't have money to, to do whatever responsibility. Uh, it doesn't mean that they are not going to do it, but because sometimes there are no finances to, to do it. So May is the suitable word. Sitinitina on that one. Otherwise, Honorable Stock has done with the other Lantica uh, content on it. Because debate was on that may and must. Yes. Uh, uh, sorry, Chair. Um, as part of uh, trying to assist the process, um, I'm comparing uh, the matrix with the, the bill, uh, the, the, the proposed bill. Uh, Chair, on page two of a matrix, né? there was a proposal from one of the stakeholders to define the caregiver, and that um, our recommendation was supported by the department to insert a new definition of the caregiver as a person who provides. So maybe you, you've omitted to and go to see. It is after 1B chain on page two of the matrix. So maybe the, the committee can have a comment on that, or we're going to just um, pass that um, recommendation from, from uh, Mr. Van Okay, metrics are saying what Lindy is saying. Uh, is that seen, Lindy? It's on page two. It's after. It's after one B. The second page on the matrix. Under recommendation is define caregiver. Oh, caregiver. Okay. And then there's a proposal that there should be a new definition. Um, of a caregiver. Informal, of new definition of informal caregiver. Informal caregiver. Yeah. Yeah. What are we saying on that one? Mm. Is it possible that we can we can um, then? Uh, read the recommendation into the record is and propose that a, a new a definition of a caregiver is as follows a person assigned care of a child within a registered cluster foster care scheme 
Advocate. Yes, Chairperson, may, may I just ask you, Chairperson, that you please repeat the question to me? Honorable Master. No, no, no. I was uh, I was following up on what on what uh, our attention was drawn to on page two of the of the matrix uh, to say that it is then uh, put forward the recommendation that proposes a definition of a caregiver as a person assigned care of a child within a registered cluster foster care scheme. But now that according to the according to the um submission yes is is, a, is it, it is yes. by Panikek. Yes. And it's on page two. My 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 biggest challenge Chairperson, is if I could know from the matrix, I would be able to cross-reference the matrix to the bill as the advocate is taking us through the, the definitions. I don't know if there's a, a, a possibility that that a, our support can help us with that. To say, uh, for example, 1C aftercare uh, is page so, such and such on, on the matrix. I know I'm pushing my luck, is that possible? I sorry, I'm Lisa Naidu from the Office of the Chief State Law Advisor, and accidentally, instead of raising my hand, I apologize for that. You said you are Lisa Naidu from the Office of the Chief State Law Advisor. Together with Nati, we are the legal okay. assistant for the committee. Okay. Okay. Chair, I may Mm. Proceed. Chair, I, I just want to bring to the attention of the committee that in the matrix, the definition of caregiver that we are now discussing is actually a new amendment. It's not contained in the bill as such. So um, members won't find it in this bill. It's actually a suggestion to amend the current definition in the act. And I'm sure Nati would also agree with me that this would be considered a new amendment. And if the committee is in agreement with the proposal from Vanika, it can be added to the A-list. Chairperson? Chair? Yes. Uh, I just confirmed with the drafter I just confirmed with the draft of the bill, Advocate Mitchell Chisa. Someone is making noise <laughs> uh, regarding this, uh, this, this proposal. He confirmed that it's not under the definition in the current bill. It's going to be a new insertion. It's a, gonna, going to be a new amendment in the bill. So which the committee has power to do so, to put new definitions in the bill. Thank you very much. Okay. okay. That's it. Uh, can we then proceed, Mr. Uh, uh, Thank you very much, uh, 
I can't remember the name of the law state advisor. But thank you for permission to call Hello. Thank you very the much. The state law advisor the name is Lisa Naiju Chairperson. Lisa, yes, Lisa, oh, Lisa thank you very much, Lisa. Yes, not, not your... Over to you. Yes, Chairperson. So, Chairperson, uh, I just wanted at this point to mention. So, so I, I the explanation by our colleague advocate, Mr. Chisa, then assist Honorable Masang with respect to what is in the matrix against what is provided for in the bill. Yes. So, Chair, the next step would be for the committee then to decide what it wants to do. If the committee wants to go with advocate, sorry, with Mr. Farnicke's submission and make the new insertion which the committee is empowered to do, the committee would therefore have to instruct us, Chair, specifically that we must go and make that amendment. Otherwise, if the committee is satisfied with what is currently in the, in the bill as introduced and thinks that it is adequate, then we proceed without any amendment there. I just want to person at this point then to bring the committee to the committee's attention to the clause in the rules of the National Assembly, ninth edition, rule, rule 2864, which relates to uh, the process of having to seek the permission of the House or of the Assembly where the committee's amendment process is seeks to inquire into extending the subject matter of the bill. So where we are putting a completely new insertion chair, we must just check against this clause to see if we are extending the subject matter of the bill, in which case then we would have to seek the permission of the House in terms of that uh, rule 2864B and C of the National Assembly rules, Chairperson. Thank you. Okay, I think uh, Honorable Masango now is clear on what is that is about to happen in terms of that uh, the submission of Mr. Alphabetu. Can we then what are the members saying on this one? Honorable Stokes, hand is up, and Honorable. Abrams and Oberman. Okay. Oberman is Kizela. And then after Honorable Kizela, it will be Alex. Over to you, Honorable Stock. Maybe it's an old hand named. Is it not an old hand for honorable from honorable stock? I don't know, Jay. I don't think it's old. It must be. It's new. It's Prince Benton. Okay, I'm checking. Okay, I'm checking. If it's brand new and. Okay, Jay. Can we meanwhile give over Gisela and followed by Alex? Gisela? Good morning, Chairperson. I agree with morning. the new definition. Chair, can you hear me? Yes. You are saying can you I agree with the 
Yes. Yeah. With the new definition of caregiver, um, where it says that a person assigns care of a child within a registered cluster foster care scheme. So I'd like to know, for my clarification, are there cluster foster care schemes everywhere? Um, if I think of my situation now, rural Northern Cape, um, will it be practically be possible to execute? Or if you think about the Northern Cape distances, we don't have a local office here. We have to go to a district office. It's almost 400 k's away. What will be our direct point of reference if it must be somebody registered within a cluster foster care scheme? Thank you, Chair. Mm-hmm. In cases really of uh, rural areas, this might not be practical in terms of implementing it. But uh, in cases where these cluster care would be able to to work according to what the bill is saying. Can we then check, oh, oh, Alex, what is Alex? Thank, thank you, Chairperson. I just wanted to say I support the aftercare definition um, as amended, but then also to add it, um, the to add the informal caregiver um, in line with the rule, the advocate um, announced that we seek permission from the assembly to extend. Thank you, Chair. Okay. Advocate. Chair, wait, is it? Is, is, yes, Chair, I can hear you. So, Chair, yes. I was saying if it, if it is a, definition, a decision of the committee to insert that new definition, then, Chair, we will have to include it in the A list, Chair. Thank you. Good. Okay. Are we not done on this one? No. 1C. Are we not done? We are, Chair. We are, Chair. We, we proceed to, to D. D. Yes, Chair. D yes. Chair. By the substitution for paragraph A in the definition of care of the following paragraph. A, within available means, providing the child with, Romanator 1, a place to live to, Living conditions that are conducive to the child's health, well-being and development, and three, the necessary financial support. Thank you, Chair. Okay, so that one, that old suitable place to live is the one that's going to be inserted. Eh? Chair in D, we are substituting uh, paragraph A in the act, which in the definition of care with the following. So we are removing suitable in the in the existing in the existing uh, 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 provision in the act, chair. So the amendment in that. So is, uh, we are saying a So you are not you are not very clear, Chair. Sorry, you are breaking. 
ले
because it can't it can't stand alone. It it means nothing at all. If someone says that I have done what that section says, uh, they they can they can just leave a, a child anywhere and say that is that is the place to live. What's your problem? Mm -mm. Thank you, Chair. Chair uh, Lisa's hand uh, is up, Chair, the State Law Advisor. Maybe she wants can to we over to the, can, can we give over to the Law Statement Advisor? Lisa? Sorry, Chair, um, you weren't very audible. You were breaking up. I would just like to provide the committee with the background as to why the department opted to remove suitable. When the department was drafting the bill and sent it to our office, obviously we vetted it for constitutionality and practicality. When it came to this clause, it was the issue of suitability in South Africa, and it became very subjective. You provide the child with a place to live, and you read it together with subsection two, living conditions that are conducive to the child's health, well-being, and the necessary financial support. Because in South Africa, like you mentioned, the rural areas, you might be in a one-bedroom, and that's suitable. Whereas people will assume that you need two bedrooms to place your child in a separate room is suitable. So that is why that word was removed from that provision. I hope that gives the, the committee some background as to why the department had removed that word specifically. Thank you, Chair. Okay. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Hello? Yes, it's me. I hear someone speaking. Okay. It's me, right? Right, Yes, when I, I was... Uh, can you hear me, Chair? Yes. Yes, Chair. When I was uh, when I was saying we, re we take out suitable, I thought we, we, we are reading them exactly like uh, Ms. Naidu have said, Liz Naidu have said, with one, two, and three. I thought we are reading in that way. So I agree in reading in that way, because uh, in the first I was thinking when I, I, I was just taking that one, because I know we read the three of them. Thanks. Thank you. Honorable members, the reality of the matter, what uh, Honorable Jane and Honor and uh, Miss Liz Lisa Naidu is saying, small to living conditions that are conducive to the child's child's health, well-being and development, and the necessary financial support, is also saying the same thing with that small one, which says suitable. Nantibona, they are also saying the same thing. It's just that I don't know uh, the suitable thing. What is it? Uh, 
a transmesh on it. But uh, the range of the matter, <laughs> the suitability <laughs> on the con- conducive, when you talk about conducive, you mean something that will fit a child, especially when they highlight the child's health. Mm. Sure. Can small I can one, do? small two, small two. Mm. That's suitable. When you take suitable from uh, the, 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 the township or suitable from the urban area and suitable from the, the rural area, definitely it won't give you suitable as you come from the urban area. When you come to my place, you will say this place is not suitable because suitable in your area is not like suitable in the rural area. Okay. Thank you, Honorable Mangani. What is it exactly that was saying, Honorable Members? Now I of the um, I am of the opinion that uh, nothing is 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 gone when we agree that suitable can be taken out, especially now that uh, Lisa Naidu has advised us. Because small two, small three are also uh, covering that suitability. So I don't even want us to vote on that, but rather to reach consensus of saying, Let's allow it to be taken out. Agreed, Chair. Thanks. Thanks, thanks, uh, Honorable. They must also put it, and we still have to look at it and reread and get advices and read dictionaries because we have to know this suitable. What does it mean? Thank you very much, Honorable Man. Let's move to. That was uh, D. Then can we go to... We are on E now, Chair. Yes. We are on E. Yes, and E reads as follows, Chair. By the deletion of paragraph E in the definition of caregiver. Thank you, Chair. Why so short? What so in that paragraph, or oh, the cake mover. Mm-hmm. Yes, chair. So in the in that in that uh, paragraph, he will simply just uh, remove the definition of cake giver. So by the deletion of paragraph E, so in the definition of giver, we remove paragraph E. So in the main, in the principal act, chair, in the principal act, chair, we will remove uh, the paragraph E in terms of this. Mm. Chair, Lisa's hand is up. Okay. Okay, Lisa. Listen, I do. 
Chair, to assist the committee, when we make amendments to the Act and we just delete a provision, we don't include the entire definition in the bill. However, if the committee would like, I would read out the full definition in the Act and indicate E exactly what it says. Should I continue? Please, because I was just struggling in my mind, what is E saying? When it is said, it must be deleted. Sorry, Chair. The definition of caregiver in the Act means any person other than a parent or guardian who factually cares for a child and includes. When we draft and we do it, which when we draft and use the, the words any person, it's inclusive of everything that isn't that is even outside of what I'm going to read out now. So caregiver means any person other than a parent or guardian who factually cares for a child and includes a a foster parent, b a person who cares for a child with the implied or express consent of a parent or guardian of the child. C, a person who cares for mm. a child whilst the child is in the temporary safe care. D, a person at the head of a child in youth care center where a child has been placed. E, this is being deleted. E, the person at the head of a shelter. F, a child youth care worker who cares for a child who is without appropriate family care in the community. And G, the child at the head of a child-headed household. So once again, E provides for the person at the head of a shelter, and that's been deleted from the board. Thank you, Chair. Yes, thank you, Liz. Uh, Alex? Uh, thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson, oh, Chairperson, I support the deletion because I think um, D covers it, a, a person who cares for a child whilst the child's in temporary safe care. So I'll support the deletion. Thanks, Jim. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. Because mm. it's more or less the same, really, at the end of the day. And then, where we, uh, F. F. Deletion of. Circumcision. Can we also be assisted on that one? Uh, can we also be assisted? What is uh, that clause? What was it saying? Yes, Chair, I can read it out. Circumcision yes. in relation to a female child means the removal of the clitoris by any means. Thank so you. we have to, to take out Yes, Chair, the entire definition is being deleted. Mm -hmm. Okay. What are members saying on that? Please, uh, could the um, space law advisor read that again, please? The concision in mm -hmm. relation to a female child means the removal of the clitoris by any means. 
Yeah, whispering now, but they are. No, I agree with the the sentence. Yes. Okay, agreed. Can we proceed? Thank you, Chair. So, G. G. By the substitution of definition of clerk of the court of the following definition. So, the new definition for clerk of the court will read as follows. Clerk of the court means clerk of the children's court appointed or designated as such either in terms of section 67 of this act or section 13 of the Majesty's Court Act of 1944. Thank you, Chair. What are honorable saying on that one? Thank you. The statement. The statement. Okay, what that, was it that, saying? That started, yeah, that started with lack of the court, that, that meaning, that definition, leaving that one of that lack of the court. This one, it gives clear who's supposed to do what. The, the, that one that started with the bold uh, letters. Lack of the court yeah. means Agreed. lack of the children's court appointed. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, H. H. Chair reads as follows. By the substitution for the definition of cluster foster care scheme of the following definition. The new definition reads as follows. Cluster foster care scheme means a scheme provided for the reception of children in foster care, comma, managed and operated by a designated child protection organization or the provincial department of social development and registered by the provincial head of social, provincial head of social development for this purpose thank you chair okay. um members F. We're on F members. Yes. By the deletion of the definition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. By the um, substitution. Yeah. 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 The, yes. 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 Okay. Definition of cluster foster care foster. scheme of the following definition. Cluster foster care scheme. A scheme providing for the reception of a children in foster care by, by non-profit organization and operated by designated child protection organization. Okay. Okay. We can come back and say no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. We have thought otherwise. <laughs> can we go to HII by the deletion of the definition of divorce court? Can we also list do assist us? What was the sentence saying? Chairperson, can we just jump back quickly? 
jump or just b- back to H quickly. H, okay. Um, I would just like to add, Chairperson, that I would be in agreement and support um, f- for the um, um, for the proposal and recommendation in the matrix um, that it includes um, to include the definition of caregiver within the cluster foster care scheme. I think that's also been supported by the department. I think we've passed that one. Honorable Masambo and Honorable Mangani agreed on it. Thank you very much, Alex. You are that one. Then I were on 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 deletion of definition divorce court. And I was saying requesting Liz Naidu to read us the sentence before. Yes, Chair. In the act, divorce court is defined to mean the divorce court established in terms of Section 10 of the Administration Amendment Act 1929, Act 9 of 1929, which is no longer applicable. So this is a technical amendment. Okay. Yes, thank you. Agreed. Agreed. Jay? In session after the definition of drop-in sender of the following definition. Early childhood development, that is ECDC, instead please, of drop sender. Please leave the, the, the advocate to read. Why do you want the advocate to read whilst I'm able to read, uh, Honorable <laughs> Member? You can also read for us. Honorable Masango, read for us. He's <laughs> been doing a good job, sir. <laughs> <laughs> read for us, Honorable Masango, because we no. have to read it. Okay. No, but okay. The, the advocate. <laughs> hey, Matronan. <laughs> this thing is going to take us for a whole day. How the advocate early childhood development center means a center that provides an early childhood <laughs> development program. Is contemplated a section nine Mr. Germani, can you read for us? I think Honorable Masango will be happy when you read because you are reading very fast. You are galloping, in other words. Can you gallop and read? We are on, on J, if I'm following correctly, Chair. Yes, we are on J. Yes, so in J, Chair, we're inserting after the definition of drop in center. The following definition, it reads as follows, Chair. Early Childhood Development Center means a center that provides an early childhood development program as contemplated in Section 91, Subsection 3, for more than six children from birth to school going age. Thank you, Chairperson. That's what Jay says. Agreed. I agree as a person on that one. Agreed. Okay, second. Mm-hmm. L, K, so K, 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 K
we're substituting for the definition of early childhood development services with the following definition. Early childhood development service means a service or support provided to children from birth to school going age, or a service of support provided to a child's parent, guardian, or caregiver with the intention to promote the child's emotional, cognitive, sensory, spiritually, moral, physical, social, and communication development. Thank you, Chairperson. Member? Agreed. Agreed. Seconded. Agreed. Yes. Um, can I bring to attention that, remember a portion that was taken by the permit, um, the issues relate to ECD will not yeah. be considered by the committee. Uh, I think this one is amongst the clauses that yes. deals with uh, the ECD. We can just reject, you know. Yes. It does not consider this, these ones. Yes. Thank oh, you. Okay, I see reject you see I highlight because we are not dealing with it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, rejected. Sure. Not rejected, but it's not effect. our domain. We cannot no. re reject We are very Okay. That's the terminology that is used, Chair. It's either we reject or we agree to. Okay. We are not dealing with the, uh, this thing. Maybe the will we, we just uh, maybe outline the terminology when it comes to the uh, processing of legislation. No, in fact, what, what had happened, Chairperson, is that in the committee, just to assist the committee uh, by a quick reminder, what had happened, Chairperson, right from the outset when the committee first considered the bill, it took a decision that it did not want to be derailed or delayed by clauses uh, relating to ECG when the function of ECG was going to be migrated to basic education. And therefore, the decision was that all those clauses in the bill which relate to early childhood development would be rejected. At this stage, Chairperson would merely have to formalize that decision of the committee. Where we see a, 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 an insertion or a clause dealing with early childhood development, we formally just reject it so that it reflects on the record. And then okay. when we do the we, list, we will go and, and, and just update that. Thank you, John. Okay. Lizen, <laughs> Lisa, uh, I do. Is it still is your hand still up? Sorry, Over to you. I think uh, Lindy had already brought it up that every early childhood clause in the bill is now going to be incorporated in the amendment bill that's still to come from the Department of Education, Basic Education, together with DSD. <laughs> it's I agree with what you are saying, but why you didn't make an asterisk that we mustn't waste time? We could have gone to another clause. I am sorry, it's a mistake that I, I did, because I should have also indicated to you that this one deals with early childhood. Excuse me for that. Can we then uh, reject it for now? As rejected. You are saying, rejected. Yeah, rejected. Rejected. Okay. 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 Okay.
K and L. Yes, we're on K. K, uh, same thing with K. And then now we're on L chair. Mm. L is as follows. Mm. By the insertion after the definition of family advocate of the following definition. Family counselor means a family counselor appointed in terms of the mediation in certain divorce matters act of 1987. Thank you, Chair. That's L. Please, is your hand up? No, that was the previous hand. It's an old hand. It's an old hand. I agree personally with that one of family counselor. What are other members saying? Member Stock. Honorable Stock. Thank you, Chair. Oh, I also want to say yes. I agree with it. Uh, uh, let's proceed. Agreed, Chair. Thanks. Agreed, Chair. Okay. Yes, okay. Thank you very much. And Honorable Richard Masango. Uh, the, the, this. Um, there is an input here that says that we need to amend the heading in line with the amendment to the, to the heading of part B, the, the heading of part A of the register in line with the amendment. To Where are you? Where are you? I'm on the matrix, Chair. Which subsection? Which, which I, I think I'm which subsection? L. No, I understand. We are on page two. L. Okay. I think I'm lost. You are. L is saying, huh? Um, because it says L in the family counselor. Yes, which we agree sorry, that sorry, a family counselor means. Yes, my my apology, chair. My thank you very much, M. Okay, we are on M. M reads yes. as follows: By the substitution for the definition definition of genital mutilation of the following definition. Genital mutilation means a procedure performed for non-medical reasons that has no health benefit and intentionally A, causes injury to genitals, B, removes any part of the genitals, or C, alters genital organs. Thank you, Chair. That's M. Hey, M. What are honorable members saying? See, I agree, I'm agree. Okay, I'm scared, I'm scared to agree with this. We are substitute, substituting the definition of genital mutilation. Yes, by providing uh, this, this is a completely the, new the right okay. Yes. okay, I'm cautiously agreeing. Okay. okay. But I'm um, also I'm thinking of other cultures on what they are doing. Mm -hmm. uh, like uh, 
white people what's going to happen on that which they do that at an early age in the clinic Please, Naidu, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yes, Chair. Can I just, for the committee's reference, read the original definition uh, in the Act? That will be the the original definition, the current definition, genital mutilation in relation to a female child means a partial or complete removal of any part of the genitals and includes circumcision of female children. And the new definition has been brought in to be much wider to include both sexes, male and female. And that is why the definition of circumcision was also removed because when it comes to an issue of causing injury, removing any part for non-medical reasons, this was appropriate according to the department's policy decision. But I do understand your comment about different religions and what would happen from there. Thank you, Chair. Person, I believe there, there was a... Um an input that was received, and I think it's it's amongst the the inputs that were presented to us yesterday. I mean, the other day when we met, the input from the Department of Western Cape or something on this issue. I just this is why I I was not sure that I needed. I I could confidently. I just want to. The, the basic education of Western Cape had some input on this issue. I would like for us to be able to, I can't find it on my matrix. I don't know if it's with the, 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 the ones that were presented to us on Wednesday, Jefferson. What can I, what can I say to make sure that we, we consider that as well? Okay. Uh, yes, please. Uh, please chair, so that's in, in, in the interest of, of progress. Yeah, are we able to say, when we can come back to that? Yes, chair, the committee can certainly come back to, to that. Uh, because when we at the end of the process, we'll have to adopt each and every one of the clauses. So section one, the sorry, clause one of the bill can therefore not be amended if there's still a matter kept in abeyance. But we can deal with all these other definitions and then when we've confirmed, we come back to this one and adopt the whole clause. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Can we then proceed to so, which one is so we, Yes, sir. Yeah, we were dealing with uh, with uh, with uh, uh, genital mutilation. So the next one is inter-country adopt. No, it's M, which is the uh, dealing with higher education. Uh, it reads as follows: by the insertion after the definition of higher education in the principal act of the following definition. This is a new definition being added after the definition of higher education. It reads as follows: inter-country adoption. Intercountry adoption means the placement, comma, for the purposes of adoption, comma, of a, a child 
habitually resident in one country in the permanent care of a person's habitually of a person habitually resident in another country in accordance with the Hague Convention on Protection of Children and Cooperation Respect of Intercountry Adoption and the Provisions of the Act. This is a new petition, Chair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is your remember? Liz Naidu? Yes. The old definition, please. Actually, I believe it's a new insertion. Oh, it's, a, it's brand new. You're yes, new from it's... the box. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, agreed then. This is new. We go with it. Yeah. Yes, sir. It is a new definition. Okay. Yeah. My, my apology. Mm. Let's go with the new, new, new one. Yeah. Mm. That is N. Let's see, let's see. I'm also looking. Oh. Okay. No, it's it's agreed, Chair, on my part. So we go to vote, Chair. Yes, all. It's raised as follows, uh, Chair It's by the substitution for definition of midwife of the following definition. Midwife means a person registered as a midwife under the Nursing Act of 2005. So, so that's a new definition of, of midwife chair. It's just a correction of the reference to the legislation. We're referring now instead of 78 legislation to the 2005 Act. Thank you, Chair. KO is new, new, new. Please. No, in fact, it is not new, Chair. It's just that it used to, the old definition used to refer to a 1978 Act. It's now being updated to include that insertion of the, which is underlined, which is the 2005 Act. So is it, would it oh. be a technical, technical okay. amendment? It's a technical amendment, yes. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. P? P chair is as follows. By the substitution for the definition of nurse. Excuse me, chair. Following... Apologies, chair. Is your hand up? up? My hand's up, yes, chair. Just a quick question. Okay. I'm, I've, I've got my children's act here. And I'm looking at midwife, and they are saying the definition of, in, in brackets, they speak to the Act of 2007 and again of 2010. Is that something completely different? Mm. Thank you for that question, Member. Lisa, can you please help us to read the definition from the Children's Act of that definition? Because this, here in mm. O, it says, by the substitution of the definition of midwife of the following definition. So that substitution will be the substitution of what is of what currently is in the act and putting in this one. This this one which we have in the bill, it reads as follows. Midwife means a person registered as a midwife under the nursing act. And then it takes away that 78 and says it will should refer to an act of 2005, act number 33 of 2005. That's in terms of the proposed amendment. So I'm going to ask my colleague Lisa to read from the principal act what the definition of midwife used to read like. Okay, over to you, please. 
Midwife means a person registered as a midwife under the Nursing Act, 1978 in brackets, Act 50 of 1978, which has been omitted because, well, inserted because it was underlined. Uh, I believe the honorable member is referring to what's in brackets underneath, and that's definitions of midwife inserted by section 3I of Act 41 of 2007, WEF 1st April 2010. That is when that provision would have come into operation. And that's just a, a drafting note, but it's not the actual definition of midwife, which is making reference to the Nursing Act 1978, Act 50 of 1978. Okay. And this is a technical amendment because we're now correcting the reference to the Act. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Understood. Two. Often. Thank you, Chairperson. We are now on P, and we are definition, defining a nurse, uh, and it reads as follows: by the definition for the sub for, by the substitution for the definition of nurse of the following definition. It's also a technical amendment, Chair. Just as the same as the midwife. We're referring to a 2000, uh, 2005 Act instead of what used to be a 1978 Act. Thank you, Chair. Okay, nurse. Support. Agreed. Two. Then two chair reads as follows. By the substitution Agreed. for the two reads as follows, chair. By okay. the substitution. Uh, so, so chair, just to make a note that uh, my colleague Lindwell is assisting with the uh, recording, the the vote, the voting of members around the adoption of all these definitions. Where it is okay. agreed, the members who agree and the members who support that you or who second the agreement. So we are on we are now on two chair. Two reads as follows by the substitution for the definition of orphan of the following definition. Orphan means it's a new addition, chair. Orphan means a child whose parent or both parents are deceased. Thank you, Chair. What was it saying before? It says by the substitution of the definition of orphan of the following definition. So it says orphan means a child whose parent or both parents are deceased. This is a new insertion there. I'll just ask uh, my colleague if there is a definition in the principal. Unfortunately, I don't have it in front of me yet. Thank you, Nati. The current definition is often means a child who has no surviving parent caring for him or her. It's aligned to the ordinary dictionary meaning in the act. Okay. Great. Yeah, we are one. Supported. Okay, well, R, R reads as follows. By the substitution for paragraph E in the definition of party of the following paragraph. This is how the new E is going to reach. Yeah? The department, comma, provincial department of social development or the designated child protection organization managing the case of the child. Semicolon or. Thank you, sir. That's our R. Mm -hmm. What uh, one of the provinces say? Fine to me. Agreed. Agreed. Thank you. Can Thank we you, go chair. to? On S. S. It reads as follows, Chair. By the insertion after the definition of RACAP, the acronym RACAP, of the following definition. Regional court means a court for any regional division as contemplated in the Magistrates Court Act. 
Okay, no, it's fine. It was just no, okay. at least that um, abbreviation is written already there. Mm. He wanted to know the, the, the abbreviation. What does it mean? Okay. So on Tuesday, what are we saying, members, on that one? Agreed, agreed on 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 rakap. Yes, on S for sugar. <laughs> okay, then you agree. <laughs> Thank you, Chair. So we're on, we are on T now, Chair. T, yes. T, it reads as follows. By the insertion, after the definition of secure care, of the following definition, separated migrant child. So the definition is a new one, Chair. It reads as follows. Separated migrant child means a child who is not a citizen of the Republic, and who has been separated from both parents or, bo or from previous legal or customary caregivers, comma, but not necessarily from other adult family members, comma, including a child accompanied by an adult family member. Thank you, Chair. That's our team. Mm. Yes. Can I have a recommendation on this one? Sorry, please repeat. Oh, Masam, I didn't hear that. No, I was just uh, wait, waiting for the chair to allow me to go ahead. I was saying that on this one, on T, I have a, a recommendation. Okay. What does it say? It, it, it reads, uh, well, my recommendation is, is saying that please delete the words in bold with square brackets as shown. Uh, separated migrant child means a child who's not... A, a citizen of the Republic and um, and then it goes on to say who has been separated from both parents or from previous legal. Uh, we are saying that please replace the word who is not a citizen of the Republic with who is from a foreign country to enable foreign children in, in the Republic of South Africa to receive services the UNCRC recommendation to include the category. And the department seems to have supported that on page 18 of the matrix. Okay. Mr. it's your turn. You've been quiet for quite a long time.
my approach is changed. No. Okay, I, I just lost network a little bit here. What are the I'm not yeah, very sure of the exact question that is being posed. Uh, can I ask a bit of that? We are saying we are on S. We are on T. We are on T. One T. Yes, on that new insertion. Of My is order of okay. I just lost network. I just want okay. clarity. No, let, let, let's leave you alone. Let's leave you because I know for a fact that when you are in Amtata, it's very bad. Uh, Mr. Chenna, you are with us. I'm right here, sir. Can you get into that? So, so, chair. I'm looking into the separated migrant child definition in the bill. And, and uh, what is in T is an insertion uh, of a new definition of separated migrant child. And that entire insertion is a, is a new insertion all the way up to family member. So I didn't exactly understand Honorable Masambo's uh, comment about the square brackets because they're not in that insertion. So when I go to when I go to the matrix, right, and I see that the matrix is saying that we must the Legal Aid South Africa Center and Center for Child Law, right, have co commented on it, and the definition, the the, the recommendation is that. We must delete the words, delete words in bold with square bracket as shown. Separated migrant child means a child, and then we must remove then in terms of this uh, recommendation, who is not a citizen of, of the Republic of South Africa. Right. And so so that we we so that we, we so the, the words we're going to remove. Are from uh, after child, so it will read a separated migrant child means a child mm -hmm. who has been separated from both parents or from a previous legal or customary caregiver, but not necessarily from another. So it will remove. So, so in terms of this uh, new new in terms of what is in the matrix, the words "who is not a citizen of the republic" are going mm -hmm. are going to be removed. Yes, but it replaced with who is from a foreign country, not. And and then it says who is has been removed. Replace the words who is not, with the yes, that's correct, Honorable Masango, because the the response by DSD then says we can replace those words in the in the bill now with the new words that uh, a child who is from a foreign country to enable foreign children in South Africa to receive services. And that's in line, apparently, with the recommendation of the UNCRC. Okay. So if the committee agrees that we should go with what the department has proposed here, we would then have to go and, and, and craft in the A-list a new definition for separated, separated migrant child to include what the department has proposed. But the department is supporting? 
why the department yes chair the the crafting because they have they have de they have developed the crafting uh, yes. of how of how it would look like there so we will remove the words uh, even though this, the meaning is nearly the same but we would have to go and craft it to reflect exactly what it says here in the matrix chair which is we remove child who is not a South African citizen of the republic with the words foreign country to enable the child. So we remove we remove the words who is not a citizen of the republic with the words who is from a foreign country. Right. Appears to mean the same thing, but to give effect to the members. What we'll, is we'll the difference? It. What is can we be asked? What is the difference from a person who's coming from outside the country and the foreign whatever? According to the public input chair. Uh, and uh, the, the stakeholder center for child law, the definition as it pertains now does not support the United Nations Convention on the Rights of Child, as it does not include the word citizen. So the whole reference to citizenship apparently carries as consequences that would not be in line with that convention according to the stakeholders. And the department has agreed to that. And that in order to replace but not lose the meaning of that definition, you replace the reference to citizen by the words foreign country. Okay. To make it consistent with that convention. To make the definition consistent with the convention. Okay. It's a technical sort of thing. Yes. I, it's really technical. It's quite a technical one, Chair, but it also assists with uh, the limiting the possibility of uh, confusion in the, in the interpretation of legislation or potential litigation because of unclarity of the words. So if we have an opportunity now to clarify it such that it does yes. not contravene international law, this is the best opportunity to do so, Chair. Thank you. Okay. All right. So, Chair, if that is adopted and we are going to update it, it would be new. So then, thank you, Chair. Then if we proceed, the following uh, uh, clause we're reading is you which reads, by the substitution for the definition of sexual abuse of the following definition. Sexual abuse in relation to a child means any sexual offense against a child. Thank you, Chair. That's our view. Mm -hmm. Agree. Thank you, Chair. If that is seconded, then we move to V. And our VHPSN reads as follows. By the insertion after the definition of sexual offense of the following definition, social service practitioner. Social service practitioner means any person registered in a social service profession or occupation with the South African Council of Social Services Pro Service Professions as contemplated in the Social Service Professions Act of 1978 Comma to practice and render a service within the social service sector. Thank you, Chair. That's how I've been.
I'm just checking, Seb. Sorry. Okay. I seem to remember there were issues. Honorable Masango, are you winning? Sorry, uh, I can't find, I thought there were, there were quite some issues here, but it, it seems to be. I'm supporting this one. Okay, let's agree be... with that. And yes. then we will review it if there is anything. Yeah, just note it. I agree. Okay, just note it so that you will look at it. It's yes. still jumped. Thank you, Chair. Okay, the next one. The next one, Chairperson, is W. It mm. reads as follows. By the deletion of the definition of social service professional. So that's completely removed from the act. Thank you, Chair. That's our W. Okay, members. Deletion. Definition. Deletion of the definition. The entire definition yeah. is deleted. Yes, the entire definition of social service profession professional is going to be deleted uh, in terms of this. Okay, can the advocate um, just refresh our memories and elaborate why again? Thank you. Yes. Does um, Ms. Naidu have Ms. Any... Naidu? Um, what is Ms. Naidu? The current definition of social service professional includes a probation officer, development worker, child and youth care worker, youth worker, social auxiliary worker, and social security worker who are registered as such in terms of the Social Service Professional Act 1978-110-1978. Because of the inclusion of social service practitioner, that hence led to the deletion of social service professional. Oh, okay. Oh, second date. Makes sense. Makes sense. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Chair. If adopted, Chair, we move to X, which reads as follows. By the substitution for the definition of temporary safe care of the following definition. Temporary safe care means care of a child in an approved and registered child and youth care center or in the care of an approved person, including a place as contemplated in section 167.3, where the child can safely be accommodated pending a decision or court order concerning the placement of the child from about excludes care of a child in a prison or police. Thank you, Chair. That's X. What are we saying on this one? Honorable members. Okay, I, I'm going to agree because I, I, I don't even. Agree. Agree. Thank Thank you, chair. Chair. Okay, the next one. The next one is Y chair. It reads as follows. 
by the insertion after the definition of traditional authority of the of the following definition. An unaccompanied migrant child means a child who is not a citizen of the Republic of South Africa and who has been separated from both parents or other adult family members and is not being cared for by an adult who, comma, by law or custom, comma, is responsible for doing so. And thank you, Chair. That's our one. I agree, Chair. Honorable members, so, agreed. Anyone second head, Chair. Second head. Thank you very oh, much. The next one. Thank you, Chair. <laughs> chair, well, on that. I, I don't know if there's a member who seems to object, Chair. No, I'm not objecting. Um, no. Through you, Chair, I was just reading, trying to read quickly, but I failed. The difference between unaccompanied and separated. Uh, because it sounded like it's something I've heard quite recently just now. So that, that's what I was trying to do, but it's fine. Jason, I've got a quick question for the advocate, if I may. So, so if, we've, we've, if we've changed the separated migrant child and removed that who is not a citizen of the Republic and replaced it who is from a foreign country, why are we not then making the same um, change for unaccompanied migrant child? If the advocate can maybe explain that to me. Yeah, that's, that's what I was trying to read. Because the one is separated and the other is unaccompanied. I mean, at the end of the day, none of them have got anyone with them in my, in my, in my layman. No, Chairperson, uh, much as I have uh, not, not been privy to uh, the, other than what is in the matrix, uh, to the submission by the Child Law Center in, yes. respect of, uh, the, in respect of the reference to citizenship, the word citizen, the same justification, Chair, which is used in reference to the separated migrant child as mm -hmm. it relates to the mention of citizenship should mm. apply here, Chair, as a consequence. Yes. And therefore, that would mean we would have to revise that, that uh, definition of unaccompanied migrant child to reflect a similar crafting in wedding in order for it to be consistent with that convention. So we will just update it, Chair, consequently, as a consequence, in line with that one of separated migrant child and present it in the A-list to the committee. Okay. I'm happy. Thank you, Chair. Okay, the next one, uh, the next one is that it reads as follows. By the substitution for subsection four of the following subsection four, any proceedings arising out of the application of the Divorce Act, comma, the Maintenance Act, comma, the Divorce Violence Act, comma, sorry, the Domestic Violence Act, comma, of 1998, and the Recognition of Customary Marriages Act of 1998. Thank you, Chair. So it just references the proceedings arising in one of those uh, pieces of legislation as uh, outlined in that. Thank you, Chair. That's how I was at. Agreed, no? Alex? Support, yes, agreed. Yes. Agreed. The next one. So now, Chair, that would be uh, the end of our Clause 1. We would then have to put the clause before the committee, Chair, to 
deal with whether the committee adopts the clause with the amendments that it has proposed that we should go and do. And then we proceed to clause two, Chair. Chair? Anyone that can say so? Lindy? Uh, maybe, I don't know whether I'll be derailing the committee um, or I can just leave it for the committee to, to adopt the clause one with um, with amendments as, as, as proposed. I'll just pick up, um, uh, I think, one or two uh, recommendation made by stakeholders on a new definition of a child, child parent um, that the, the Department of Social Development agreed, agreed on is from the Center for Child Law that there's a need to include a definition of child parent and the Department agreed on that. So I don't know whether I'll be derailing the committee or we can just when there's another round for amendment of we can also account the, the additions or the new definitions in the bill. I need your guidance. I don't think you're drilling the committee, but you are also highlighting that there is that one that is left behind. Can we get the members? On which page, Chair? On the metrics, page 18, Mama, the first, the first line, it's, it reads section one in relation to section 1.9. Definition of child parents. Stop. Honorable stop. Okay. Hey, thank you, Chairperson. No, I had my hand up because I wanted to move for the adoption of uh, clause one. Now that Lindy has brought this one, I think I must lower my hand. I'll come back to the later stage. Thank you. Okay, so what are you saying, Honorable Jane, about that one? The one that has been read from the metrics? I was just looking the page that Lindy will talk about. I can see it on page, page 19, uh, where the, it's 18, it's 18. In whether the department uh, agrees with it, uh, with the amendment clause, supported the new definition of separation of, of migrants. Child parents, ma'am. Yeah, please. Child parents, ne? There's another one. Honorable Masang, what are you saying? I'm saying, Chairperson, that we there's another one that we we I don't know how we missed out, but it's 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 one AC. One one AC. It's on page seven of the matrix. And it refers to, and the department agreed to it, where a child cannot know um a, 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 it talks about the fact that the child cannot be responsible for knowing about their parents because, I mean, some children, when when they are found, they're, they're very young to have any knowledge as to the whereabouts of the parent, guardian or caregiver, and such information cannot be ascertained by the relevant authorities. I don't I don't remember us going through that one. It's it's one it's one AC. 
under the abandoned child? Did we go through that one, please? No, I don't think no. we did. No, we we did. We did. Under the did sea. We? I still remember it. What it's, is it? It's, it's, one, it's under A. It's under AC. It's not the C. It is AC. Please check for us. <laughs> Mr. Jenman? I'm very sorry. Fortunately, the department agreed to it. It was raised by the Center for Child Law and Professor Skelton. Uh, page seven. Yes. Is that is, is that in the main page seven of the matrix on Arumasa? Yes, yes, um, advocate um, gentlemen. I think how I think how it was dealt with in the committee is that it was agreed without mm -hmm. us without us uh, considering what the matrix has proposed. Mm -hmm. Yes, no, it is so. It is so that we did not. My apology. If we could please include so that. Make the note more. If the, if the members agree, we'll just make the note, uh, Honorable Chairperson, uh, as Honorable Masang was suggesting, that we we just include that in the A list. Okay. Yeah. All right. Agreed. Let's make a note. Agreed. Thanks, Chair. And then let's give over to Honorable Stock in terms of Section 1. Thank you very much, Chairperson. I formally move for the adoption of clause number one. Thank you very much. As proposed for the amendment. Thanks. Thank you, clause one. Chair, Chair, I have my hand up. All right, Alex. Chairperson, it appears we also missed another um, part in the matrix with reference to the temporary safe care. Um, definition. I mean, it's agreed to by the department as well um, to include a hospital or a medical facility um, in um, before um, prison and police um, cell, if that can also be included. And and then, chairperson, you know, I I think we just maybe need to think about how we are going to look at the matrix and those clauses that the department um, supported, because I assume we, we can't do a blanket acceptance of all the clauses that were proposed by stakeholders and accepted and supported by the department, but it, it, the matrix is very difficult to go through. I mean, we're missing quite a few things um, from the matrix, but that we can discuss later. Sure. I think we will discuss it later when we go back through to the, the this laws that we have passed. We will check if we can, as she says, we can agree with everything. We need to come up with something. But I'm saying 
I'm supporting that we will check it when we go through it again. Where we need here, we must put something. We will definitely give each other other chance to do so, and agree if we agree. Thank you. Okay, I think what we need to do also is to read the definition and then go to metrics so that we don't do all what we have done right now. But I agree with the honorable members that are saying later on for clause one, we can do that. Mr. Jenga? Close to. Thank you, Chair. Chair, Chair uh, um, a member stock um, proposed the, the adoption of the clause line one with the proposed amendments. Maybe there might be a seconder, or the committee can say we agree to. So, because I need to capture that, that the committee agreed to. Are you all agreed to? Alex, any seconder? Oh, sorry, Chair. That's that's an old hand. Chair, I'm 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 hesitant to second, um, especially since my one point that I've just mentioned about the hospital and medical facility has not been acknowledged to be included before we are we we have said we will go back. The draft will come to us. We will collect correct all what we think it's needed to be corrected. For now. We just agree and and adopt uh, as 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 we are saying that with amendments. Chair, can I also assist? Try to assist in the process. Ilindi, over to you. Okay. Uh, maybe um, uh, the, the the legal advisor and, and the content and myself can we also sit and, and and try to look at the the proposed amendments that the committee omit to discuss them in great length, and uh, when the the the, the 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 legal advisor um, uh, 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 present. The, the A-list can also have a, maybe a separate document to say these were also the amendments that we propose and maybe the department agree or disagree on, and then to give um, the opportunity for the committee to discuss them, uh, whether they want them to be incorporated in the A-list or not. So if we can have that exercise to ensure that we cover all the, the proposals. It can be in the next meeting when we we, we, we start with with the said out out of clause one these were amendments that were omitted during discussion mm. so the member can just uh, deliberate on them agree and then we move to the next uh, clause whatever clause we'll which be we in. which we can do it in the next meeting ne? yeah that's what I was saying and I also thought it can be like that. Do we agree, honorable members? In, in that case, Chairperson, I support the, let me move on, I support the proposal. Thank you very much, Alex. Alex has seconded, but we will go back as we have agreed and look at all what Lindy is saying, we must look at it. Thank you very much for close one.
then uh, can we go to close two? Chairperson, thank you. Sorry, I did not realize that I was muted. We are on close to chair. At this point, Chairperson, I would request, as I'm reading close to, that I remind members to also look at their matrix, uh, which is in page 24 of the matrix. Our so close to starts from page 24 of the matrix. That's to read it in conjunction with what we are reading in the in the principal. In, sorry, in the in the bill. So clause two, Chairperson reads as follows. It amends section six of the principal act. It reads as follows. Section six of the act is hereby amended by A, by the substitution subsection two for paragraph D of the following paragraph. D, protect the child from unfair discrimination of any ground. And B, by the substitution in subsection two for paragraph F of the following paragraph. F, recognize a child's disability and create an accessible and inclusive environment to respond to the special needs that the child has, full stop. So in uh, clause two, in the matrix chair, so that's the clause two chair. And can, two can, you flight, can you flight the definition, please? So, that, so clause two is what is flighted chair, the amendment of, of clause two. It's what it's what is on the screen. It's, it is what is in on, on the screen, chair. So, so I was just reading now. In addition to what is on the screen, what the matrix says about close to chair for for for, for the members uh, ease of reference, in order to avoid what what happened when we were doing close one where we missed some of the things that come out of the matrix. So the matrix is, it starts in, uh, in close two of the matrix is in 24, page 24 of the matrix. Uh, in, the, in that, in that the clause, the view from the public was that it must be, uh, in, there must be inclusion and inclusive programs from the, that's the Child's uh, Center for Child Law and Equalification. So these organizations have proposed a definition of inclusion as follows, a process that assists in the overcoming of all barriers which limit the presence and participation and participation and achievement of all children, including but not limited to barriers experienced by children with disabilities through which all children receive the necessary support to enable them to participate on an equal basis. It is also proposed that the definition of inclusive programs to be as follows, a program in which all children are supported and supported so that they can optimally participate and benefit. So the, def the definition as proposed by the two stakeholders has been supported by the department chair. And that there must be, a, the recommendation is that there must be a, an inclusion uh, in line with that proposal from, from the stakeholders. So what is left, Chair, is the next step now is for the committee to decide if it wants to go with that proposition, and then we would go back and craft uh, such an amendment together with the colleagues from uh, State Law Advisors Office as well as the Department uh, of Social Development. Thank you, Chair. 
Okay, thank you, Mr. Gentleman. What I remember saying on this one, at least the metrics have been read. Yeah, the um, metrics. Honorable Masango. I can't hear you, Honorable Masan. I said agreed. Agreed, Alex. Support the inclusion of the, the matrix, Chairperson. Supported the next one. So the next one is clause three, Chair. Clause three amends uh, section six, capital A of the act. It reads as follows. Clause three, the following section is hereby inserted in the principal act after section six. Six capital A. Before we go to clause three, can't we supposed to adopt that one? So you've agreed to 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 clause two, chair, where you've said that it must so be amended in line with the matrix. If we agree, there's no need for saying we are adopting it after we have agreed. Yes, chair. So your position is that we must go and do the A list, uh, and then put it before you so that you can consider uh, if it is in line with your wishes. Okay. Yes, so now we're on clause three now, Chair. Clause three. Can you, can, Yoli, can you please flight uh, the act again? Sorry, the bill. Hello? Yoli? Oh, it's not showing. Can I just... No, it disappeared on the oh. screen. Sorry. Oh, sorry, because I'm also working on documents. I must have um, closed it. My apologies. Oh, now it's frozen. Can I open? Sorry, members, my icon is frozen. I can't enlarge it. Oh, yeah, person, are we not needing a comfort break, Nyana? <laughs> I will agree to that. I think Mother Nature is saying. We need, are we not needing a comfort break, Nyana, while they unfreeze the machines? Okay, there we go. We need the comfort, even if it's for three minutes of. Please, Let's give you five minutes. Thank you Okay. Okay. No, it's fine. Thank you.
6, it reads as follows. Children's rights to privacy and protection of personal information. 6A1. A child's right to privacy and the protection of personal information is subject to the Films and Publications Act of 1996, comma, the Protection of Personal Information Act of 2013, comma, the Promotion of Access to Information Act of 2010, the Criminal Procedure Act of 1977, or any other law protecting the privacy and protection of personal information of the child. We must just, we will, we will, so, so that is our clause three, Chair. We will just have to double check some of the references to legislation there. Because I seem to remember that the PIA is a 2000, 2000 Act instead of a 2010 Act. But we will, we will, we will double check all of that, that Chair. Otherwise, that is clause six, that is clause three uh, in settings uh, section 6A in the principal Act. Thank you, Chair. Okay, what a what a member recording saying. in progress. <laughs> Close three members. I agree if they will check the 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 right uh, uh, yes here. Person of Paia. Of Paia. Okay, honorable Masalu. Thanks, honorable. Chairperson, um, I, I do believe that there was um, quite some inputs from the organizations on this one. Because the, the, the matrix in terms of the sequence seems to go from all sorts of um, directions, um, I, I would like to be able to get back on this one as well, that we get that opportunity to get back to it. Because for example, the there were issues on clause three, six A, the key issue raised in the submissions of by stakeholders mainly raised a concern that subsection six A on its own with proposed deletion of section 74 fails to protect children in children's court, which would result in the media being allowed to identify and publish photos of children in proceedings. This is just one of the, uh, it's on page 102 of the matrix. This is just one of the, um, uh, um, of the uh, uh, sort of concerns that were raised by the organizations. And um, uh, the DSD response on that one was that uh, it is addressed in, 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 in by insertion of clause 6A in the section six of the principal act. And um, I think the department, the department supported their reinstatement of of section four, but I'm of, 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 of sorry, the reinstatement of, of section 74. Uh, but I'm not, I don't think I am competent to, to, to propose anything other than to say, is it possible that the, the advocate can look at, at this particular matrix uh, section and, and advise please? Thank you.
I think as Honorable Masango has requested, let's uh, flag on that one and then also read the metrics and what metrics is saying um, and, and flag it and we can come back to it. Uh, we agree, Mr. Jangman, on it. No, thank you, Chair. We are agreeable, Chairperson, with the proposition of the committee. I just want to mention to the committee, Chair, that in the matrix, there is no discussion of clause three. In fact, the matrix goes on to discuss clause four. It appears as if that clause three, Chair, the way it appears now, of course, we are going to still go to do our in-depth work on it as we are requested by the Honorable Member Masam. Uh, that clause three, Chair, simply extends the right to privacy to existing statutes or existing law, existing legislation, saying that the rights of privacy of children are equal to those rights afforded to uh, adults in terms of those laws which protect privacy of individuals, being the Film and Publications Act, protection for personal information, and so on and so on. But we will definitely go and prepare an advice on this uh, for the next meeting of the committee chairperson. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Thank you. Thank you about that. Can we go to the next one, Mr. Mchiman? It is four. It is clause four, Chairperson, which is the amendment of section seven. Sorry, yes, please. before we go to the next one, no. can I just... Okay, Lisa. Can, Lisa I just can I just convey to the committee, um, I just checked now on my legal search engine, and Nati is correct. The Promotion of Access to Information Act is 2000, not 2010. So that's the technical issue with clause three. The correct citation is promotion of access to information at 2000, not 2010. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you for that correction. It's the same with that one that was raised. Thank you very much. And then, Okay, what are honorable members saying? Excuse me, Chairperson, I, I just want to um, say something quickly. The, the advocate said that there was no input for clause three, but I think all the provincial inputs were then put at the back of the matrix. So all the national inputs came first and maybe there's no national input on clause three, but there's definitely um, inputs on clause three from the provinces that's further back into the matrix. So just to point that out. So sure, thanks very much, Mandela. Okay, thanks very much, Alex. Then they will also look at that one. Can we then go to clause four? Yes, thank you, Chair. In clause four, which amends section seven uh, of the Act, it is as follows. Section seven of the principal Act is hereby amended, A, by the deletion of the word and at the end of subsection 1M, B, by the substitution in subsection 1 for paragraph N of the following paragraph, N, which action or decision would avoid or minimize further legal or administrative proceedings in relation to the child? And C, by the insertion in subsection 1 after paragraph N of the following paragraph, O, any special needs that a child may have. Thank you, Chair. That's how I close for. 
in terms of uh, in terms just quickly chair in terms of uh, the matrix there is a comment by Scalabrini that the amendment seeks to make reference to any special needs that the child may have so as to create an additional set criteria wherever any provision in the act requires the best interest of the child must be applied. So the organization, Scalabrini, recommends for the inclusion of a further provision in the, in the section, which is section seven, stipulating that the best interest of the child standard is universally applicable to all children, regardless of nationality and the needs of the child in terms of the in respect of unaccompanied or separated migrant children. The department's attitude towards that is that uh, it supports this recommendation and that there is a need for a thorough assessment to be conducted so as to understand the support needs of a child and therefore provide appropriate support to a child. However, Chairperson, if you look right next to the department's response to this, the department as the implementer of this legislation omits to propose how it thinks that the Scalabrini's comment can be accommodated in this legislation. So, Chair, I suppose that's probably a matter that the department is still conceptualizing uh, in respect of that clause, Chair, uh, as it has not proposed any, 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 any manner of amending it. And they've, they've, they've said that they support it, but have not uh, proposed a crafting of how it, they would want it to look like in the legislation as the department that's implementing the legislation. Thank you, Chair. Okay, thank you. What are honorable members saying on this one? This is Bridget. Yes, Bridget. I would I would also recommend as as the advocate is saying that we we don't we don't make a, a decision until we see what the what the what the thorough assessment by the department entails on this one because obviously we would like we would like to ensure that it, 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 you know the 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 concerns of the of the um, of the stakeholders uh, well well considered by the by the committee of course are are, are, are sort of uh, considered by the department. So uh, I, I, I agree with the advocate that we, we await the thorough assessment of the department that, that, that will be conducted and until before we pronounce on this one. Thank you, Chair. I agree with the Honorable Masam. Agreed. Thank you, Honorable Members. The next one. The next one, Mr. Mtengman. Oh, sorry, Chair, I'm reading. I didn't realize that muted. My apologies. I, we are on clause 5, Chair, which amends Section 8 of the Act. It reads as follows. Section 8 of the Principal Act is hereby amended by the insertion of the subsection 3 of the following subsection. 4. This Act applies to every child in the Republic of South Africa. Thank you, Chair. That's our clause 5. Essentially, this clause chair extends the act to apply to every child within the republic. 
Chairperson, it's, it's Alexandria. I would like to support that. I agree. Thank you, Chair. I don't know if Chair maybe is disconnected for us to move I on. Am, to I six. am in. I am in. Oh, Hello? thank you, Chair. Thank, uh, thank you, Chair. Thank you. No, the two members have, have proposed that it must be we must, we must adopt the such chair. There's no amendment. Yes. So we move yes. on to clause six. Clause six, eh? Yes, amending section twelve of the act. Okay. It reads as follows, Chair. Section sure. 12 of the principal act is hereby amended, A, by the substitution in subsection 2 for paragraph A of the following paragraph. A, below the minimum age set by law for a valid marriage must not be given out in marriage or engagement. And B, by the substitution for subsection 3 of the following subsection. 3, genital mutilation of children is prohibited. Thank you, Chair. That's our clause six. And then in the yeah. matrix, Chair, uh -huh. quickly, Chair, in the matrix, uh, clause six, the Women's Legal Center has made a comment. The organization being the Women's Legal Center recommends that the bill should explicitly state that the minimum allowable age for a, of a person to enter marriage is 18 years, regardless of their gender. And the department agrees with that, Chairperson. Once again, without maybe providing how Section 16 accommodates that kind of agreement. What are we saying, member? Gisela? Chair, I'm agreeing with the Women's Legal Center there. Um, recommendation that we must explicitly state the minimal allowable age to be 18 years. Supported, Chair. What needs to be the procedure, Mr. Chairman? Apparently... I just think that here we will just have to go and reconsider here so we can properly advise the committee. Because the issue of the issue of marriage, Chair, is provided for in a different piece of legislation and not the Children's Act. There's a Marriages Act that deals with issues of marriage. And it is administered by the Department of Social or for Home Affairs. So we would just, I would warn Chairperson legally that we should probably, as we are amending the Children's Act, be careful of a situation where we are amending this act and are in contravention of all other acts of parliament which have been passed dealing specifically with the issue of marriage. So I ask that in this regard here, we be allowed an opportunity to go and check that for consistency. It would have assisted if the department had said that it agrees with this view and that this is the position as it relates to marriages, for instance, of customary law, religious marriages, as well as civil, civil marriage, etc. Because it's quite a contentious issue, Chairperson, this issue of marriage and the age of the 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 the, the legal age of uh, a person to marry. Okay. So we will have to just double check that and advise the committee with your indulgence, Chair. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, because we've been going around looking for the advice, but uh, 
we can continue checking exactly the right advice on this one. Okay, let's flag on and put it aside and we'll just come back to it. Thank you. The next one. Thank you, Chairperson. So the next one will be clause seven. Clause seven amends section 13 of the act. It reads as follows. Section 13 of the principal act is hereby amended by the substitution for subsection two of the following subsection. Two, information provided to children in terms of this subsection must be relevant and must be in a format accessible to children, comma, giving due consideration to the needs of children with disabilities. Full stop. Thank you, Chair. That's clause seven. And there is no clause seven in the in the matrix chair. Just from what I can see. Thank you. Okay, honorable members, what are you saying? Honorable President. Yes, Chair, I would like to agree. Second, Chair. Agreed, agreed. Uh, agreed. Close. Thank, Thank you, Chair. One, eight, amending. It's amending of heading of part one of chapter three of the act. It reads as follows. The following heading is hereby substituted for part one of chapter three of the principal act. And uh, that heading is automatic acquisition of parental responsibilities and rights. It replaces acquisition and loss. Thank you, Chair. For the new edition there, it being an automatic acquisition. Thank you, Chair. The matrix is also silent on this one, Chair. Thanks. Okay, the matrix is silent. What are, what are honorable members saying on this one? Agreed, Chair. Agreed, Chair. Agreed. Uh, agreed, Chair. I see it's just a heading change. Agreed. Alex, second it. Uh, one, one, one nine, Chair. Clause nine. Nine, yeah? Yes, Chair. We're okay, amending section nine. 19 in, in, in clause nine. It reads as follows. Section 19 of the Principal Act is hereby amended by the substitution and subsection two for paragraph B of the following paragraph. B. The biological father of the child does not have guardianship in respect of the child in terms of section 20 or 21. Thank you, Chair. That's close nine. The matrix is silent on it, too. Thank you. Yes, honorable members, what do we say on this one? Good. I, I, I agree, Chair. Agreed. Thank you, Chair. We'll close 10. Amending section 21 uh, of the Act. Apologies, Chair. Uh, section 21. I'm a bit uncertain now by that. So we are we are amending section 21, Chair. We'll close 10. 10 reads as follows. Section 21 of the principal act is hereby amended. A. By the substitution in subsection 1 for paragraph A of the following paragraph. A. If at the time of the child's conception, comma, or any time between the child's conception and birth, comma, the biological father is living with the biological mother, uh, or B, 
by the substitution in subsection one for paragraph B of the following paragraph. B. If he, comma, regardless of whether he has lived, he has lived or is living with the biological mother. C. By the substitution in subsection one B for paragraph Roman letter two of the following paragraph. Roman letter two contribute or has attempted to contribute to the child's upbringing and D by the substitution in subsection 1b for paragraph Roman letter 3 of the following subparagraph. Roman letter 3 contributes or has attempted to contribute towards expenses in connection with the maintenance of the child. E by the insertion after subsection 1 of the following subsection. 1 capital A, a new insertion. A family advocate may, comma, in the prescribed manner, comma, issue a certificate confirming that the biological father has automatically acquired full parental responsibilities and rights in terms of subsection, subsection 1A or 1B on application from A, the mother and biological father jointly, B, the biological father, comma, after reaching an agreement during the mediation process referred to in subsection 3, or C, the biological father, if, Roman letter 1, in terms of subsection 3, comma, he referred the matter for mediation and the, and the mother, comma, after receiving such notice of, med of mediation, comma, and reasonably refused to attend the mediation, and two, the biological father has shown to the satisfaction of the family advocate that he has automatically acquired full parental responsibilities and rights in terms of subsection 1A or 1B. F, by the substitution in subsection 3 for paragraph A of the following paragraph. A, if there is a dispute between the biological father referred to in subsection 1 and the biological mother of the child with regard to the fulfillment by that father of the conditions set out in subsection 1A, or B, the matter must be referred for mediation to a family advocate, comma, social service practitioner, or other suitably qualified person, as may be prescribed. And G, by the deletion of subsection 3B. First of Thank you, Chair. That's our clause 10. So we have a, we have a comment on clause 10, Chair, in the pages. Quickly, Chair, President, it reads as follows. Clause 10, 6, 2A, amend section 21 by providing clarification regarding a father who is not married to the mother and who was living with her at, the, at any time between the child's conception of birth. He will automatically acquire parental responsibilities and rights in respect of that child. B, further clarify the circumstances under which the father may acquire full parental responsibilities and rights in respect of a child. C, further amend section 21 by the insertion of subsection 1, capital A, in order to clarify that the family advocate may, in the prescribed manner, issue a certificate confirming that the biological father has automatically acquired full parental responsibilities and rights in respect of the child. D, it aligns the current terminology or definitions, i.e., the social service practitioner. And E, it further deletes subsection 3B, which provides that any party to the mediation may have the outcome of the mediation reviewed by a court. So, so that is the comment, Chair. And uh, the SANCO, uh, various other organizations seem to have 
commented on a chair from page 27 all the way up to okay it's a long a, yes yeah, there's been a lot of comments there's been a lot of comments on it chair which the department has agreed to however chair much as the other one like the other ones before where the uh the, the sorry the department has agreed to the um, by 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 so where the where the department has agreed to the public input it hasn't provided as the as the implementer of the legislation and the sponsor of this legislation of this bill how such agreement is going to be better crafted uh, in the legislation we will engage them chair to also provide some kind of crafting of how which you will include in the list of how they they see this thing will be better crafted in order for it to be uh, to reflect what the department wants as the as a, as an implement of the legislation, and then we will table it before the committee chair. Thank you. Okay, I think I hear you clearly. Then can we then go to the next one if it is the case? Yeah, we yes, agree with because we will 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 come back. I'm saying we'll come back as they will go, Lindy, and uh, to uh, 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 advocate to check, and we'll go back to see what is the department saying. Thanks. Okay. We'll get also the advices. Okay. The next one. Thank you, Chair. This clause 13, amending section 23 of the Act. It reads as follows, Chair. Section 23 of the Principal Act is hereby amended by the substitution in subsection 1 for the words preceding paragraph A of the following words. Any person having an interest in the care, well-being, or development of a child may apply to the High Court, comma, a regional court in divorce matters or the Children's Court for an order granting to the, granting to the applicant, comma, on such conditions as the court may deem necessary. And B, by the substitution for subsection three of the following subsection three, when bringing an application contemplated in subsection one, comma, the parties must inform the court of any other proceedings that are pending in any other court in respect of the child, and the court may a request the family advocate, comma, social worker or psychologist to furnish it with a report and recommendation as to what is the best interest of the child, and B suspend such application on any conditions it may deem it, it may determine thank you Chair. that's our close on the other clause 13 i'm ending uh, section 23. and then the matrix i'm just going into the matrix bear with me Chair. i'm trying to get there as quick as possible Hi, Chair. Uh, my apologies, Chair. The matrix is not assisting. Is not assisting us in this regard. 
a bit confused. Chairperson, are you still around? Yes, please find out for me. I'm just checking here. Hello. Hello. Hi, Chair. Hi. Chair, okay. um, I don't know whether I'm um, bringing you back, ne? Uh, yeah. as I need to capture a great minute. Um, yes. I know close there, we said that they wait for the department. Our legal advisor will meet the department for the crafting of the amendment. Yeah, I close there, Yes, I don't recall for, yeah, I, for, yeah, for close. I got that one. Yes. I don't recall for close uh, 11 whether there was a discussion or a member who agree and second the, 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 the mover, the motion for, for to agree with clause 11. So it's yeah. blank. So was there any discussion on clause 11? Yes. Let's, let's get into that 11. Really, that's the one that I missed also. And I'm fine with it. And we can go back and find advices and check on them. What are we saying, members? The person, I, I would like 11 and 12. I didn't, I, I missed those two. I, the, the, the next thing I heard was 13. Um, so, so we, on, 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 we, we, we did 11, just for, just to guide members. We did 11 and it was supported. Remember, we, we, it was said that it is just a heading that is being added. So, which oh, is a position and loss of parental responsibilities and rights. So, it's just an oh. insertion. Remember, I said, no, it's just an insertion and support it. Okay. And then for, for clause 12, that's the one that we said has a lot of input from the public. Ah, okay. It seems to agree with the public, but omitted to provide a crafting that would suit their circumstances as implementers. So nice. we said we would engage with them so that they can propose or sponsor a crafting that captures what they seem to agree with so that we can include that in our A-list, which we will table before the committee. So I we see. flagged that for, for discussion with the department. I remember one honorable member even said that Lindy and myself must then engage the department. It's me, Chair. It's yes, honorable member. Okay. Chair, okay. Also, my, my comment was going to be on to assist the advocate on on um, on on clause thirteen. It is on page three three seven. But the problem of the matrix that is, but the problem is okay. the, the the hard copy matrix is not corresponding 
with the ele- with the online matrix uh, because I know there were things that were added. I appreciate that, but just to say that there is that discrepancy as well. But you will find that on the page three three seven of the online um, of the electronic that is. A matrix it's on page 337 where it refers to clause 13 and it the amendment of section 23 it says you add to the proposed subsection one in the bill after the word and C, in inverted comma, C, guardianship of the child if it is in the best interest of the child or something like that. But uh, I, I, would, I was just assisting the advocate to say it is it is uh, argued there and DSD agreed with it. Okay, Honorable Masango. Thank you, Chair. It means we agreed on this one. Yeah? Okay, can we move to the next thank one? You. Uh, thank, you, thank you very much for that guidance, Honorable uh, uh, Chair and Honorable Masano. So uh, we are now on close 14. So in terms of that, I just want to record the committee's position in respect of clause 13. So in terms of that, we will just have to go back to the electronic matrix and capture what is there for the purpose of the A-list. Is that is that the agreement, Chair? Thank you, Chair. Yes. 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 Thank you, Chair. So in clause 14, Chair, which I meant section 25, it reads as follows. The following section is hereby substituted for section 25 of the Principal Act 25, subject to section 45, subsection 4, comma, when an application is made in terms of section 24 by a non-South African citizen for guardianship of a child, comma, the application uh, Comma, if heard in the High Court, comma, may be referred to a child children's court having jurisdiction, comma, to be dealt with as if it was an application for an intercountry adoption for the purposes of the Hague Convention on Intercountry Adoption and Chapter 16 of the Act, or in exceptional circumstances, comma, as if it was an application for guardianship. Thank you, Chair. That's that's the that's the clause uh, 14. Thank you, uh, Mr. Chairman. What are members saying? Richard? Jefferson, that is also on the same page, page 337 of the matrix, and I see that the, the uh, department does not uh, support this one. But I would like for us to look at it, please. I support that we must look at it. At it, not now. Let's note it and look at it. Thank you, Chair. So we move on to clause 15, then Chair Amendment Section 28. Uh, this clause reads as follows, Chair. Section 28 of the Principal Act is hereby amended by the substitution in subsection 1 of the words preceding paragraph A of the following words. 
a person referred to in subsection three may apply to the high court, comma, a regional court in a, in a divorce matter or a children's court for an order. Thank you, Chair. That's our clause 15. Thank you, what members are saying? Um, the person, I would like to, yeah. uh, I would like to agree with uh, 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 um, clause 15 for section 28, but I would like to go back to clause 14 and say that and maybe and generalize it, which is which is something I never do. That it looks like comments on the various uh, uh, clauses are all over the matrix. I I don't know uh, how we can we can find a way to to um, reformat the matrix that it goes according to the amendment bill, because for example, there's another comment on page, I believe this is page um, 80 of the matrix about clause 14 from Scalabrini. So I don't, I don't know how we are going to make sure that we, 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 we sort of Close this, this uh, close this gap where we might leave things out because they are not where we find other things about the same clause, for example. Because if you have uh, one thing on 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 page three three seven, and another thing on page eighty on the same section, there are there is a huge opportunity or potential for us to lose stuff here. I don't know what the chair would 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 uh, would uh, would would propose on this one. Whether it's possible on the on the word document to just say everything that refers to section fourteen, put it together. I don't know if it's possible at all. But I see I see a, a, a potential for us to lose stuff. Thanks, chair. But I agree with I agree with uh, with uh, clause fifteen. Thank you, chair. What is your advice, uh, Mr. Mshinwan? Chair, I, 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 I'm also not so sure, Chair. I think one mm -hmm. of the things we could do, Chair, is maybe ask the colleagues from the department as persons who develop the matrix to assist that the matrix be linked to each section, Chair, for ease of reference. Uh, they they would have the matrix in their disposal. I will I will have a conversation with my counterpart in the department, uh, Mr. Mchochisa, and hear if he can assist us with that kind of thing. I, I I believe he's also in the meeting chair to assist the committee with that kind of work where he links the matrix to e the commentary in the matrix to each section, so so that it can be easy to page directly you know, in line with the sections of the bill. Uh, as members are, are deliberating. And I don't know how, how quickly it can be done, if it can be done at all, but my colleague, Mr. Mtotisa, is here, and I'm sure he can just maybe uh, assist Chairperson with a comment in that regard as a person who developed the matrix. Thank you, Chair. Advocate Mtotisa, are you in? 
Yes, yes, I'm in honorable sir. Uh, that will be done uh, over the weekend, and then the uh, committee will receive it. Thanks, sir. In addition to that, as soon as we receive the updated um, matrix, Fungal uh, will ensure that it's couriered to, to, to all members. Uh, it will be an updated one. The, 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 the inputs or, or recommendation of submissions that were omitted will also be in one, that one document. So we'll try our level best to courier to you so that you've got, um, you've got the, the, the updated copy. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Lindsay. Uh, your hand is up, uh, Alex and, and Bridget. Can we yes. give over to you? No, mine, mine is an old hand, Chair. Sorry. Chairperson, I proceed. Chairperson, in light of the fact that we've got um, 10 minutes left of this meeting until one o'clock, and also taking into consideration what Honorable Masanga has just um, suggest suggested um, and what the advocate said, I would like to find out if it's then um, not so much worth our while, but you know what I mean, then proceeding if we are gonna get an updated matrix because I myself have found it extremely challenging. I'm sitting with one, two, three, four, five points of reference, flipping and flopping between things. And just based on what we've discussed now, an updated matrix in terms of clause order, if it's going to be beneficial proceeding now for the last um, 10 minutes with this, or if we should rather resume um, um, when, when we do resume, which is during our leave period. And then chairperson, just to make a, a, a big plea that that must be in person. This has not been working. It's been extremely challenging. Some members have not been able to follow. I'm finding it difficult. So this has to continue in person, please, Chairperson. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. I hear you clearly. I think right now, really, because we have to read here and read that side and read. Let's rather request them. It's on the same and be able to match it so that it can be easy for us to read. Is it what you are proposing, Moss? Alex? Yes, Chairperson, that, that, that we've got a few more minutes left and in light of what we've discussed, um, I'm of the opinion that we should stop now and, and wait for that updated matrix. Thank you. Oh. Anyone against that? Seemingly, otherwise, push our level first. This one, we'll wait for the document that will be released and we updated from me. Thank you very much. Let's attend the meeting.
Thank you, Chairperson. The meeting, the meeting is formally adjourned. Thank you very much to everyone. Thank, Thank you, Chairperson. I'm going to end the meeting for everyone. Thank you very much. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thanks.